Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, there was an announcement by Alex Jones that Candace Owens and Kanye West were going to appear on his show. And I tweeted out, no, no, God, no, basically. Don't do Alex's show. Alex is a crazy person. Alex Jones is a nut job. Alex Jones is a guy who thinks that the frogs are being turned gay purposefully by the government. You're in my business, Shapiro. I'm in your business now. You know what happens when I get in people's businesses, boy? They ain't in business long, son. It's the reason why I would never do Alex Jones' show, because I think that Alex Jones, again, is a kook and a fringe fellow. This is not a newfound belief. And now you're in my business again, trying to tell people not to come on my show. I'm about to get in your business big time, you little arrogant son of a bitch. This is not somebody who seems like all the all of the lights are on in the attic. We should pray for Ben Shapiro to find Christ. You are fake news. Very fake news. Well, I'll write it and we'll do it live. I agree with that. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the very best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. Liked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. What a week. What a week. I feel like, uh, I don't know, we can be like political keem stars and break down this drama. <laughs> I know. It's We've been be looking great. forward to it all week. I bet you made the intro like day one of this week, didn't you? No, actually, I made it last night and I was cracking up the whole time. <laughs> it was good. Going through these clips. So uh, I, I'm excited to break this down. A lot of juicy, to- well, not just that topic, but a lot of juicy topics tonight. Um, frankly, just playing weird stories. I, li- I like when we have like a hodgepodge of random weirdness. That's kind of what we got to work with tonight. But we'll start with that Clash of the Titans. You heard it in the intro. Ben Shapiro feuding with Alex Jones this week. I think it's easy to dismiss it as theater, and it's it kind of is. But in reviewing what's going on, I actually do think there are some important questions of principle to explore here. And um, uh, we'll break it down. We'll break it down. And yet again, oh, I will have to sigh and annoyingly qualify all my statements about Ben Shapiro. Maybe this is the one where I finally stop. I know. It's really annoying. You've been doing it for what? For two years now. I've really stuck to my guns, but this one's going to be a tough one. So that plus um, there's a lot of news out of the NRA convention in Dallas this week. First, Cameron Caskey tweets out that the NRA is a bunch of hypocrites for banning guns when Mike Pence uh, spoke on Friday. And Every media outlet I can see runs with that story. The NRA banned guns when Mike Pence was speaking. What's actually going on here is a little bit different. So we'll, we'll look at um, what I think is a serious case of fake news. Plus, uh, a Dallas area restaurant says it's giving uh, some of its proceeds to gun control group uh, groups and the NRA responds in protest. And then this restaurant kind of backs off and has a sort of a strange explanation. We'll take Wrong a look at that. Wrong city to do that in. Yeah, it didn't 
didn't work out well, it sounds, as a business move. So they've, um, they've clarified. That's what they've done. They've clarified. The, uh, the Hillary excuse tour continues. This time we learn a uh, reason why she lost number, who knows, 1,742. It's because she's a capitalist in a party of commies. Ah, there and it is. That's why. I wasn't expecting that one, I will say. Yeah, uh, fact check true, I believe, as well. It's this, this, <laughs> yeah. one, this one she's probably right about. A, uh, a man running for the Republican Senate nomination in West Virginia creates one of the finest awful campaign ads we've ever seen. I love some cringy campaign ads. This guy it's is up there with the karaoke one. And um, don't forget, like, the, the, the Virginia gubernatorial uh, <laughs> one with the truck, the Trump truck or the... the Ed Gillespie truck driving down the minority yeah. children. Yeah, yeah. And what was the, the tranny? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, it was, um, <laughs> it was what's her name? Woo, Brianna Woo. That's the one. That was That's a bad right. one, too, yeah. Uh, Hoax Hate returns this week. Poll already did the detective work for us, so I'm just largely going to report what Poll was able to uncover. It's a juicy case of Hoax Hate, though. Yeah. It's a good one. I know hey, I uh, said this before, but it possibly is the worst hoax <laughs> I've ever seen. It's pretty funny. There's a lot of good details. A bum breaks into Jerry Brown's mansion in Sacramento <laughs> because, um, quote, Jerry seems like an open door kind of guy. <laughs> but the bum goes to jail anyway. Bravo. And um, progressive gender indoctrination of children continues. The cut channel is back with parents teaching children about the infinite genders in existence. This would be surprise cringe, but you actually sent this clip to me. I did. So. I did. Only because I was encouraged by how woke the kids are. It's interesting. They're yes. not taking any of their parents' shit. Here's one case where maybe the kids actually do teach us lessons. For real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, um, we will take super chats in between topics. We read 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are... No good, low down, money grabbers. We regret the policy, but we got to keep the Sunday show moving along. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That is beauty and the beta at gmail.com. You can take the show on the go in the audio platforms, uh, all linked in the description for you. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. What do we got at the top here? Got some art. Rich is back at it. Uh, and of course, it's a movie reference, though, so I don't really get it. What movie? Uh, whatever the new one that's out, you know, the Avengers or whatever. Oh, man. This is, this I, is I don't US, know either. This is you as Thanos, you know, the Guardi Guardians of the Galaxy character, Avengers character, the big villain guy. I mean, I anyway, do like it. You're, you're just disappearing. Right. The wind. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, disavow this. Geez, I don't feel so good. That's you as a, a comic villain, basically. <laughs> That's about right. IRL. So, yeah. So thank you, Rich. And then um, we've received, as I've mentioned in the last couple of weeks, we've received some artwork from listeners. We've put some of that in the shop. So there are some new items in the shop. If you want to check out the disavow art, we got that on shirts and mugs. I got, I've been asking for zero to execution artwork from some people. I did get one submission from listener Shelby. So I put that on some mugs and t-shirts. I if you like wanna. it. I like the font too. Zero to execution blonde quote. Check that out. And thanks to, these are by listeners, uh, Danny and Shelby. Thanks for contributing to the store. So that's all linked in the description. If you want to check that stuff out, got a few um, quick hitter stories before we hop into the great Shapiro Jones feud of 2018. <laughs> Did you see this? I, I think you saw it earlier today, right? This New York Times opinion piece. Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> some associate professor of philosophy or i.e. Yeah. toilet scrubbing. Um, it doesn't even say where. Mr. Barker is an associate professor of philosophy. Somewhere in South Korea. The title of the op-ed piece this week, uh, of course, the 5th, uh, yesterday, was Karl Marx's 200th birthday, May 5th, uh, 1818. Uh, says our author in the New York Times opinion pages, happy birthday, Karl Marx. You were right. Hmm. I, just, I just want to read a, a couple paragraphs from this. Uh, the key factor in Marx's intellectual legacy in our present day society is not philosophy, but critique or what he described in 1843 as the ruthless criticism of all that exists. Ruthless, both in the sense of not being afraid of the results it arrives at and in the sense of just being uh, uh, of being just as little afraid of conflict with the powers that be. The philosophers have only interpreted the world in various ways. The point is to change it, he wrote in 1845. And then the author connects it to modern day political movements. Oh, yes, they do. Racial and sexual oppression have been added to the dynamic of class exploitation. Social justice movements like Black Lives Matter and Me Too owe something of an unspoken debt to Marx through their unapologetic targeting of the external truths of our age, such movements recognize, as did Marx, that the ideas that rule every society are those of its ruling class, and that overturning those ideas is fundamental to true revolutionary progress. Oh, God. Okay, the one I liked. Mm. I believe he meant that educated liberal opinion is today more or less unanimous in its agreement that Marx's basic thesis that capitalism is driven by a deeply divisive class struggle in which the ruling class minority appropriates the surplus labor of the working class majority as profit is correct. So they're saying he's saying every leftist fundamentally is a Marxist. He just he just said that. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. On those um, on those paragraphs I was looking at. Uh, I hate the way this is described. Critique is necessary. Like we should view everything about the world and about ourselves with a skeptical eye and critique everything. I do get that. And That's I, not what he means though. He just wanted yeah. to remove universal standards for morality. This is what postmodernism is. Oh, based sure. On. Sure. There's that. But the other angle too is like critique. Critique is necessary. We should encourage it, but critique itself is insufficient. Critique without a viable alternative mm -hmm. still yields the status quo as the best, which is right. True. In this case, you can critique capitalism. I don't have a problem with people who do, but I don't care until you show me a better system than a free market system. Yeah. You got a better system? I'd like to see it. Certainly not Marxism. We've tried it many, many, many times. Uh, and, and just the praise of Black Lives Matter and Me Too. Are these really examples of social progress? What, what's the progress that these movements have created? The act of virtue signaling is progress. To if leftists. you can show me tangible change, yeah, I... That's no longer a requirement. It's just critique. It's just the critique. Right. It's just the critique. The critique is all that matters. But when you live in the best living conditions the world has ever seen, critique is less critical than it otherwise might be. Let's put oh, it that yeah. way. I see homeless people watching movies on their iPhones all the time. Wow. They have phones? Yeah. Yeah. How? Do I they, know that presumably they have a plan. I can't that. even, I was going to say like Verizon doesn't subsidize your new phone anymore. So I still got like a two and a half year old phone. Cause I don't want to pay a thousand bucks for a new one. You poor motherfucker. <laughs> I just, I got to go find out who's hooking it up on the streets of Seattle, I guess. <laughs> I know. Maybe I get the new iPhone X or whatever. God, I hate the city. I wanted to update the Starbucks story. Uh, uh, I saw this in rage. Because I saw, and I was duped by this actually, not duped, misled. 
by this originally too, because I had, I saw tons of people on my social media citing this story Two black men in Seattle, uh, in Seattle, two black men settle with Starbucks and Philadelphia over arrest. Um, and actually this might not be the best story, but this is in the New York times point is there were two separate, uh, settlements that these guys reached. One was with the city of Philadelphia and the settlement they reached with the city of Philadelphia over their allegedly wrongful arrest for being asked to leave Starbucks because they didn't buy anything. Recall uh, their settlement with the city over that wrongful arrest is a dollar each and a $200,000 grant to young entrepreneurship causes in the city. And you'll often see that part shared as a standalone news story. And when I first saw that, I thought, okay, well, these guys kind of bugged me earlier and I think their case is bunk, but at least they're not trying to enrich themselves. At least they're not trying to cash in. Fair enough. Good for them. What about the fame though? There's that angle, but at least they weren't like personally taking people's money. So you think if you only see just that right. story from about the city settlement, well, that's not the only settlement. So when you see just the city settlement, be sure you also realize there's a settlement with Starbucks whereby they get free Arizona state university tuition and an undisclosed amount of money. Yeah. I bet they're rich now, although it is just Arizona state. Perhaps the worst college in the entire country. Unless you're going for partying. (laughs) That's true. That it's the best college. These guys seem like they like to party, I thought. Yeah. And they probably have a lot of money from Starbucks now with which to party. So great success. Now I'm going to go to their party and I'm going to sit there with my arms crossed and they're going to say, hey, bro, did you bring any beer? I said, no, I did not. (laughs) They're going to say, well, you got to bring some beer to get in here. And I say, no, I don't want to. They say, well, then you have to leave. Nope. I'm just going to sit right here until the cops come and escort me out. And, and then, then you're going to tell people that you were afraid for your life. And then I am going to get some of that sweet settlement money back from them. That will definitely work. <laughs> if it doesn't work, they're racist. <laughs> okay. Uh, so just, just keep that in mind. When you're, when you're looking at this settlement story, two settlements, one with the city, one with Starbucks, they're definitely cashing in with Starbucks. So don't fall for the narrative of they're not enriching themselves. Yes, they are. Absolutely are. Uh, oh, this, uh, another story. Um, you want to catch us up on the, well, there's not much to catch up on, but figure if you can walk oh, through the, some the of the body cam footage. I, yeah. it's, it's four minutes of an officer's chin and yeah. then they're just talking totally nonsensically about what happened. It's a clusterfuck. It seemed to me like they did not know what was going on. And like, this wasn't the first body cam footage. It raised more questions than it answered. I don't think that anything can be gleaned from the footage. I don't know. Let me know in the live chat if I'm wrong, but I watched it twice and I was like, I, I'm not yeah. any the, the wiser about what happened here based on this footage. It's literally just the cop's chin the whole time. You get some glimpses of, you know, the room and the room looks to be messy. You know, it's kind of disheveled. Dude, there are guns thrown about. I'm getting about. like full tinfoil about this. I'm, I'm like, why don't we know more? And I'm like, is this the real body cam footage? Well, yeah, no, seriously. The, the, as crazy as that sounds, if you click to this source video here, the top, one of the top comments is you can see nothing for a reason because it's not the real footage. That's, I mean, I'm not willing to go that far, but I'm sure. open to, to conspiracy theories. Now, this is what happens when you don't give the general public information that they deserve. They start to left to their own devices. You know, they're yeah. just inventing conspiracies. There is, you do actually see Paddock's body at one point. Do you? Post-suicide. I can barely even tell. It was so. At least that's what they say. That's what the reporting says. 
Um, I don't know. Something this, is afoot here. Now, if you're wondering why we haven't seen any of this footage going on, we're more than six months after the attack, right? October it was what, 1st? October? Yeah. yeah. So we're more than six months out. Um, it's because there's been a longstanding legal battle between the Vegas police and media outlets trying to get access to this footage. Uh, po- the Vegas police have been stalling the release of this footage um, and it's been in a court battle until the Nevada Supreme Court sided with the journalists this week. Uh, police cited ongoing investigation and, quote, concerns about the footage traumatizing the victims and their families. Bullshit. In, in Come wanting on. to keep the footage That's concealed. never worked before. That is I, a flimsy reason. I'm not buying it. Mm. I don't... I, if, if, if I was a family member of a victim, I want to see what the hell happened in there. I we don't even know. have a motive. We're supposed to believe this guy just did this for no reason. There's, what, he's what's, a crazy what's, dude. I can't pretend to speak for victim families, but I can try to speculate based on if I were in their scenario. To me, the most frustrating thing imaginable would be having no answers and not knowing yeah, why in the exactly. hell any of this happened. This is the this is the worst shooting in American history. Yeah, I believe right outside of like, I mean, um, yeah, well, outside of like war, people died, and then um, the Orlando nightclub was like forty eight something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. If it's not the worst, it's certainly historically bad. And we know next to nothing about right. what ha- why it happened, essentially. These people's families, they, they deserve answers. If this happened to one of my siblings or my parents, like I would want to know why. I'd be out I for agree. blood, too. I agree. And, I, and it's interesting the cops say that. I, I haven't seen testimony from any family member that's spoken it's, to right. not wanting the footage released. It's just kind of the police speaking on their behalf. This is just so suspicious. The whole story's weird. The whole, uh, the whole story... But I, I can't, Carlson is still on it, so never fear. I, and I can't blame people who indulge in conspiratorial thinking on this because there are so many gaps. And yeah. y- you have to speculate to understand this story. So, you know, I, I try to avoid the tinfoil as much as possible. But I mean, I did, I did this piece on former shooters, former mass shooters, and almost all of them had outward, well-known mental health issues, not Stephen Paddock. Hmm. Interesting. He had some anxiety and things like that, but you know. Hey, speaking of mental health issues, (laughs) this has got to be the weirdest story of the week. When you sent this to me, I had to watch this video through like three or four times to even understand what the hell they were talking about and what was going on. So this is, it's Jackie Chan's daughter and her lesbian lover. Yeah. Posting to YouTube complaining about how they've basically been ostracized and rejected by society, right. including their families and they're homeless and they need help. And that is about as much as I understand it. We'll just, we'll, just, we'll play this video. We'll see if we can make any sense. Do you know what it. country they're in? Because one of the articles I read said Canada and the other one said that they're in Hong Kong. Oh, I just assumed it was us, but apparently not. Let me know in the live chat. Okay. Here's Jackie Chan's daughter. And, um, her girlfriend, Andy. Hi, I'm Jackie Chan's daughter. And this is my girlfriend, <laughs> that's her. Andy. That's her legal name, Jackie, Jackie Chan's daughter. We've been homeless for a month due to homophobic parents. We pretty much slept under a bridge and other things, you know? Yeah, I've asked all my friends for help, and I've asked all my family for help, and everyone just keeps sending us to the direction of shelters, where <laughs> yeah. then we will be split up. We will be split up if we have to go to any kind of government f- facilities. Wait, can you stop it? And no um, one on my yeah, Facebook is. 
why would they just does, does anybody know why they would be split up but this this was the part that made the least sense to that's me. one of my well, major questions i got like five questions that i need answered but okay, okay but we I'll, should just go through it then Sorry. yeah i'll say it was only like a minute long it's going to listen to me and now no one is responding to my phone calls i don't even understand what's going on because we've gone to the police we've gone to the hospital the food banks lgbtq community shelters and all of them just don't give a shit. so that's why we're making this video because we don't we don't know what to do at this point so please if you can reshare post and show people that two people in love that have true love are trying to get split apart and they're trying Irrelevant. to fuck us over just because what I, I don't understand it i love her i love you <laughs> i rob her we just want to know we just want to let people know what's going on <laughs> because at Jeepers. this point it seems ridiculous that no one can help i i don't understand yeah, it, it's really confusing it's really confusing so please repost and share this please because we don't know what's going on. It is very confusing, and I don't know yeah. what's going on. Those are some downtrodden dykes right there. So oh. your thoughts okay. were exactly mine. Are we talking about concentration camps here? Why would they be split Why up? Why would they be split up? I, I've you never go heard work of in that camp, and you're going to work in that camp right, over there. Right. Another thing. Why would they go to the police? Who goes to the police, and they're like, I'm homeless because <laughs> of my own poor life decisions. I need to file a police report. Or what are, what are the cops going to do about this? Presumably direct you to a shelter, as they yeah. say everyone is. Yeah. And they refuse to go to these shelters. Uh, the other question not addressed in this, why can't they work? Uh, is, yeah. do, they, do they have disability? Or are they, what's prevent, preventing you from providing them your own livelihood? If no one in your life will help you, that means that you've asked too many times. Probably true. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, most people, especially those close to you, are willing to help once, twice, maybe even three times. Yeah, my guess is drug addiction. Hmm. Um, they, they use the phrase people are trying to fuck us over. How are people trying to fuck them over? Like not giving you a handout is not the same thing as like actively trying to fuck you over. That implies like sabotage or meddling or something like that. I love um, you. I love you so much. <laughs> And lastly, what is the house in which they are recording? What? Yeah. yeah. Where is that? How are they, they recording this? Helping them. Why can't you stay there? Are you staying there right now? Uh, yeah. Now, if you think we're being cruel, which I knowing our audience, we're not being cruel enough. But if you think we're being cruel, nobody's buying this on YouTube. It's sitting, oh, no. it's sitting at 1.3 million <laughs> views. A lot of people have viewed this. 600 upvotes. 7,000 down yeah. top comment solution go to work like any other person I agree yeah you fucking ingrates jeez and they posted it twice presumably although this is purely speculation because the first time they got too many downvotes and then they just reposted it and then the one <laughs> like oh that wasn't an accident 1.3 million that's the most recent one they posted yeah and then the video description I wanted to read that too it the video description says this we had to read off a paper due to PTSD and being extremely flustered about the whole situation, please understand. I don't think they were reading from a script when they did that. It doesn't look like it. but Some of them were. Maybe. Maybe they did some bullet points. <laughs> don't forget, we'll be split up at the shelter, bullet point one. Yeah. Please repost. This is due to homophobic parents. Your homelessness is due to homophobic parents, or no one will bail you out. Uh, I guess both. I, it's, the I homophobic parents are telling everyone to not help them. 
that's the great thing about being an, an adult. You know, if your parents are disappointed in you, you could say, oh, fuck off. I'm going to provide my own livelihood. Mm-hmm. You're not homeless because your parents don't like you when you're like 30 years old as they she's appear 18. to be. Oh, she's that young? But her girlfriend's 30. Okay, I was going to say the, the girlfriend is like some beauty queen or beauty pageant contestant or something. Well, we've got like a I, I looked it pageant. up and I thought, oh, hey, good for Jackie Chan's daughter. Look it up. Yeah. What's her name? Andy something. Just type in Jackie Chan's daughter's girlfriend. I don't care enough to do this. It'll pop right up. Okay, I wanted to read this though. Please repost and share so that people who do care about us know what is happening. At this point, we have nowhere to go because the the friend of Andy's. What? Yeah, the the video description. We have nowhere to go because the friend of Andy's, that's the girlfriend that is helping, can no longer house us. Maybe that's the house they're at? I don't know. Um, We understand people um, who are busy, but but this is a bit much. I don't even know what that means. And now I can only turn to the internet for help as there is strength in numbers. We don't know the next time will we, have, we will have internet access, so we might be off the grid a while. All I know is that our love is stronger than this, but we are getting tired of it. No one we know, family, friend, or government services will help. There isn't even like a GoFundMe or anything linked. There's no, how, how are you supposed to help them? I mean, We're, presumably they had a GoFundMe, right? I guess, but it's not in the description. They left the video up, but there's no link to that. Huh. And then they say, please help us. By the way, we're going to be off the internet for a long time. Well, how? What? <sighs> anyway. How weird. It's the strangest thing. And Jackie Chan has commented on this before. Not, not their homelessness, but he's commented on his daughter being a lesbian. He's, I think he said, if she likes it, then that's okay. Or something. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's like something like that. I don't think that he's super mad she's a lesbian. He didn't say, I hate lesbians and don't you dare anyone house them. <laughs> Yeah. Under any circumstances. Maybe he's paying them off. Maybe he's paying off the rest of the family and friends not to house them. That's what you would think, given the description here. But the but thing that blows my mind is, like, no one's obligated to house you. You're a damn adult. House yeah. yourself. You're And by the way, you're two people. Like, you have the benefit of each other, especially when you're in a relationship. You can yeah. really get through some difficult financial times by combining your resources and helping right. each other. Right, and if you can use your dad's name to get victim points, why can't you use it to swing a minimum wage job? Sure. They like, can put a sign in the McDonald's, Jackie Chan's daughter works here. Yeah. I'd go check and it out. And in Seattle, she would make $15 an hour. <laughs> sure, sure. All right. I, uh, I'm ready to, to take on Ben Shapiro versus Alex Jones. Do we need a break before we do that, or should we hop into it? we got tons of Super Chats. It's going to be a little bit of a lengthy segment. There's a lot to get you through. You think we so. should do the Super Chats first? Uh, pr- let's crank out at least some of them, yeah. All right. Um, Volate missed a big donation. Thank you. Missed 100th live last week, but showed up for 101. Also, oh, gross. Also, Blonde, make sure you ask for the husband stitch when they do the episiotomy repair because C-sections <laughs> are for pussies. Also, oh, just watch your first show. Wow. I'll have you know I was a C-section baby. Were you? But it was, it was a medical necessity, yeah. Oh, I was an um, emergency C-section. I was yeah. almost challenged due to lack of oxygen. Are you sure that that didn't affect you at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, That's you, gross, Volate. Do um, you want an affirmative action rim shot for that? I do. Or should I hold off? Aren't okay. all the rim shots I get affirmative action ones? That's, there you go. Affirmative action Thank rim you. shot for retarded Matt. Thank you. Kyle said, missed the last few shows while I was away on my honeymoon. Now I just got to hurry with the babies before my life gets over or my wife gets over 30 blondes disease. Yep, totally. Uh, 
Looks Get like I'm going to beat Blonde to it, too. Happy Sundays, guys. We'll see about that. The race is on. The race is on, yeah. Three-sided coin. Hey, guys, been a few weeks since I caught a live show. New girlfriend taking up my time. What can I say? Congrats, well, congrats. on the 100 last week. I love you both. And, yes, this is your filthy socialist fan. Get it right, Blonde. Thank ah, you. We did he get that. um? Did he get a state-distributed girlfriend, or how did it? Did he actually earn <laughs> the girlfriend with his own hard work and effort? That's what you I know the answer to that. Know. Okay. She feels sorry for you, dude. Uh, Fitzberg, there was an ad before the show that went live, uh, but if you don't get the money for that, here's ten dollars. Also, <laughs> Matt, and I once made love or something like that. Thank oh, you. No, no, it's, it's just got to be higher effort than that to get this. <laughs> JV dude, <laughs> Th thank you for supporting the show. Hello from Houston. Thanks, Matt and Blonde, for the show. It's helping me get through my post Cinco de Mayo hangover slash sunburn. <laughs> hmm. That's Even what you get for culturally appropriating. I'd I say. know. Justice. Evil zombie toe. If Blonde says something fascist in the middle of a forest and Matt isn't around to hear it, does he still say geez? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I say it with regard to everything. Far too hard. I only heard AJ a few times. I like a couple of the regular commentators, but Alex is a 9-11 truther, and that for me is a deal breaker, so I never seek his stuff out. Um, we'll talk about it, but I think a lot of it's performance art. Uh, far too hard. Hillary is a Marxist in a party of Maoists. Um, Gabriel hmm. Lopez is back. Faggot of the week, JF. I did just watch his stream with uh, Lauren Rose, and it was delightful. I love Lauren Rose. Um, thank you for that, resident faggot Gabriel Lopez. Um, Nick Painter... Long-time listener, first-time giver of money, but sending hope from Wales in the UK. Hashtag free count Dankula. Um, what are your thoughts on fostering children instead of having your own? Love listening to the pod. Um, I mean, if you can have your own, then I understand. But if you can, and you can afford to have kids, why wouldn't you? Also, we some... all saw the lesbian cliff divers, and they were foster parents. I was saying. And what do you, what do you think about... Um... Like mixed too. I know some families that are some biological, some adopted children. I mean, I think it creates a weird family dynamic. I mean, I feel bad for the kids that need to be adopted. I can't be like, you shouldn't do that because it is an act of kindness. But like, you just can't tell me that you're going to love your adopted kid as, kids as much as your biological kids. Sure, sure. Um, I think there's some truth to that. I have a lot of respect for for people that do take kids who would be in a, you know in otherwise terrible circumstances. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I wonder about those sorts of things when I contemplate parenthood in the coming years. So anyway, I don't know. I could ramble about that for a while, but thank Let's, you for supporting the show. Let's do two more three-sided coin again. Uh, um, Marx was a raving racist, like a crazy racist. It's like Che Guevara. They just don't know these people very well. You know, hmm. I used to think that, but now I think that they do know. I think they know about all of this and just don't give a shit. I mean, they see what's happening in Venezuela and they're still touting the, the benefits of socialism. So they've got to know. No, that's, uh, I forget why they say that, that Venezuela doesn't count, but there's some reason they say Venezuela doesn't count. But, but every socialist or communist experiment. No, I know. I'm just saying it's, it's always the never been tried argument. That's not real. That's a perversion. Yeah. Um, last one for right now is John Verstraight. Verstraight? Ah, yes. Insert generic praise for an amazing show because I'm too tired to think of something original. <laughs> Happy birthday, Marks. Hope your cake in hell has a few extra candle candles to singe your beard and your balls. Thank you, John. Great beard on that, Karl Marx. That would have been a better op-ed. Happy birthday, Karl Marx. At least your beard was nice. <laughs> he I would have, have a nice yeah, beard. Yeah. All right, we'll circle back with the rest. That would have been a better one. Okay, so this is, uh, this is where we get into the drama of the week. Uh, I'll say it up front. As, as a annoying 
defender of Ben Shapiro? Is there someone who yeah. appreciates his show and defends him or at least qualifies my criticism of him? Relentlessly. Relentlessly. This, this one does bug me, and I'll explain why at the end. I think there are a lot of principles by which I abide and that I consider important that I think Ben is either violating or losing track of. And, um, you know, I, I'll qualify my criticism as an appreciator, not a hater. I, I, I hope that maybe he, I hope he receives pushback on this well and maybe just kind of considers. I mean, he definitely is. Hmm. If you look at his comments compared to Alex Jones, I think that, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not just us, of course. I'm just. Yeah. Uh, or at least what I what I will say, but I, I want to be as fair in the fact pattern here as possible, and and not uh, just do it for yeah. the walls. Even you don't want to end this bromance with Ben. You've just he's going to come on it. our show. I swear, he's yeah, not. He's never coming on here. <laughs> uh, but that's that's not why I do it. I do it because he is somebody who helps me understand the news on a daily basis, and I appreciate it. But Ooh. I've already fulfilled my own description by being annoying and not getting straight to the story. So let's get straight to the story. This, um, I saw this happening on Wednesday, and I didn't know why Ben and Alex Jones and Candace Owens, Red Pill Black, and Paul Joseph Watson were all like battling with each other. Really, it was everybody ganging up on Ben, mostly. And I didn't really understand why until I looked at this later in the week. So I just want to put some of the, the tweets up that actually uh, started this whole controversy. And these are loosely in sequence here. So... What happened was InfoWars, or Alex Jones rather, announced that he was going to have a segment featuring Kanye and Candace Owens. Kanye Is that going to Ka- happen? I don't know. I don't know if it was like about them. I don't know if it was actually with them on the set, but it didn't happen, obviously, at least this week. And of course, Kanye. Con- a picture of, of Kanye and Candace together. Okay. Um, and of course, Kanye and Candace are friends because Kanye has had this woke moment where he, you know, doesn't doesn't he he likes Trump and he doesn't subscribe to the cultish yeah. leftist thinking all that that we talked about last week. So so Candace responds to Ben and says, you know, Ben, it's silly to disrespect a platform like Infowars that's watched by millions of people. And she basically says, "Don't give me commands. I do what I want. I do what I want, Ben. Leave me alone." Ben responds that he says, uh, and he wait, says, "Wait, wait, um, Candace said that." Yeah. She said, I am not on InfoWars today. Disrespecting any platform watched by millions is silly. Please stop telling Ah, me and or Kanye no, can't, or shouldn't. Advice appreciated. Commands shut down. That's what she said. Gotcha. And Ben replies that he's not giving commands. He's just giving encouragement or advice. Um, Alex Jones chimes in, quoting Ben, saying, "Look, look at this guy. He's the thought police. And... Alex Jones invites Ben onto his onto Infowars for a debate. Ben replies, uh, "Yeah, no. Here are just a few reasons why." With clippings of headlines about Alex Jones being a 9/11 truther, questioning Sandy Hook, um, PizzaGate, those sorts of things. And then they each take to their own individual shows to describe this Twitter feud. And this is where it kind of gets. Juicy. So I actually don't know who hit the airwaves first. These were all on Thursday. They they each did this. Uh, so let's take a look at Ben's segment first, talking about Alex Jones. Yesterday, uh, there was an announcement by Alex Jones that Candace Owens and Kanye West were going to appear on his show. And I tweeted out, no, no, God, no, basically, right? No, Kanye, no, no. It was a joke, right? Like, don't do it. Don't go out and don't do Alex's show. Alex is a crazy person, right? Alex Jones is a nut job. Alex Jones is a guy who thinks that the frogs are being turned gay purposefully by the government. Alex Jones is a guy 
who suggested that Sandy Hook was a false flag operation. Alex Jones is a crazy, he did do he's that, a crazy yeah. person. If you spend any time listening to Alex Jones, this is not somebody who seems like all the all of the lights are on in the attic. Alex Jones got very angry at me for saying that Kanye West should not do his show because it would be a bad move for Kanye West. Okay, Kanye right now is trying to do the whole let's have a reasonable conversation with reasonable people, let's all get together. Why would he want to fringe himself out by going on Alex Jones' show? It's the reason why I would never do Alex Jones' show because I think that Alex Jones, again, is a kook and a fringe fellow. Uh, and he did a, a an impression of me on his show. Here, here is Alex Jones. Yeah, so Alex Jones did an impression of Ben and then Ben shows his impression of Alex Jones from a couple of years ago. Um, these aren't really relevant to the fact pattern necessarily. I just thought they were funny. But not funny because they're good. Funny because they're... They're cringe. Um, well, yeah, I mean, who... Instead of who wore it best, how about who impersonated it worse? That's what I would say. He's doing his Ben Shapiro impersonation. I'm Ben Shapiro, and I'm very smart. I measure my words very carefully. So you went down to the border. You're not Ben Shapiro, Millie Weaver. What'd you do, huh? Bye-bye, Ben Shapiro. Bye-bye. Can I go potty during the break? My God, it's like looking I'm... in a mirror. And here is me doing Hold my on. Alex. What's up? I mean, that's a weak impression because Ben Shapiro is the most easily impersonated person on the planet. I feel like nobody should be failing at a Ben Shapiro. That's true. Fairness, uh, fairness and criticism there. Although I haven't seen the full clip, so maybe there's a qualifier on it. He's like this. It's it was kind of more Mr. Burnsy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, this is Ben's Alex Jones from a, a year or two ago. Jones impersonation a couple of years ago. This guy, by the way, is considered a leading Trump ally, Alex Jones. I don't know why. I can't understand it. Look at this. Look what's underneath here. It's another shirt. Why? Why? Because well, I don't want to go to the cleaners that often. That's why. Come on. Okay. So. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that was more Jenk-like than yeah, yeah. Alex Jones-like. Okay. Okay. So, so... Ben tries to brush it off or says explicitly, look, it was a joke. I'm just saying we shouldn't indulge in Alex Jones because he's a crazy person and I would never. I agree with him that Kanye shouldn't go on Alex Jones. He's trying to create the appearance of normalcy now that he's having all these accusations slung at him about his mental health. Um, And so I don't think it would be a good move. But also, who wants unsolicited advice from Ben Shapiro? (laughs) Smug dick. It's like. Well, that's probably why Alex Jones got so riled up because yeah. alex jones spoke about ben <laughs> on the same day and um well you know it's the type of response that you would expect it's it's yeah. um it's not lacking energy or enthusiasm let's put it that way here's alex jones on thursday talking about ben looking down his nose ben shapiro the unmade man none of these so-called fake conservatives can ever launch a company they've always got billionaires financing them if shapiro really wants to get in my business down here in texas Try to move down here. We already exposed back. He's out of business. And you go read Shapiro's website. Almost every comment can't stand him and hates him. Because it's this whole act of how he's intellectual and he's this genius and he's this wizard and he knows everything. And then almost every comment, I'm going to show you later, hate his guts. And now you're in my business again trying to tell people not to come on my show. I'm about to get in your business big time, you little arrogant son of a bitch. Now go back to California. Go back to Los Angeles where you came from. Wait till I go talk to those billionaires that are good Christian men, Seventh-day Adventist pastors, and lay out how you and Jordan Peterson, you think I'm stupid because I'm from Texas? Wait till I go explain to those self-made men that you aren't. We should pray for Ben Shapiro to find Christ. You're in my... (laughs) (laughs) That was the quote of the the entire feud, I think, to me. 
no, did you um, did you clip out the part where he calls him a parasite? Well, I, I watched through it. I must have missed that. Because, I'm almost or, positive he said it. Yeah. Well, and that, but if you're not if you're not following what he's what his criticism is here too, what he's saying is, look, I'm Alex Jones. I'm self financed. I created this myself. I don't need people to back me. Right. And he's accusing Ben of needing wealthy investors to keep him afloat or run his projects. Which those sorts he of does have. And and Alex is saying, I'm going to go talk to those guys and convince them not to help you out, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> That's basically what he's this saying went here. Nuclear, really fast. Yeah. Well, look. I as we'll get to. I don't think it's fair to say Ben is like trying to silence Alex Jones or censor him, but he no. is at least mildly kind of meddling in guest relations and things like that. And so Alex Jones is saying, "Look, if you're going to meddle in my stuff, I'll happily meddle in yours." Uh, yeah, that's true. And as a general rule of thumb on the show, and people know this, when we criticize people, um, we will let them come on the show. Sure. Yeah. Anyone you, you're willing to criticize, you should be willing to discuss with. That's one of the principles that I want to talk about when, when we're through the clips. Oh, sorry. Here. Sorry. Don't. Yeah. I got to get through my list. <laughs> anyway, there's a little bit more from Alex Jones. Business Shapiro, I'm in your business now. I think I'll get in your business. You know what happens when I get in people's businesses? Boy, they ain't in business long, son. Well, son, you want to fight? You got one. I love how you talk to Kanye West like he's a dog. No, no, no. You don't go on that show. No, no, no. Okay. Oh my God. And and lastly, uh, Paul Joseph Watson, also of Infowars, chimed in to offer his take on what's going on with Ben Shapiro. It was part of a broader Kanye video talking about conservatives um, distancing themselves from Kanye or you know telling Kanye what to do that sort of thing. Then we have little Ben Shapiro. <laughs> The never-Trumper who tried to sabotage Trump's campaign by white-knighting for Michelle Fields' made-up story about being assaulted by Corey Boom. Lewandowski with his Fact incessantly annoying boundary-pleasing. Ordering other conservatives around as to whose show they can and can't appear on. Boundary-pleasing used to be called having some standards. Ooh. Really, Ben? So let me get this straight. According to your logic, appearing on a network means you must simultaneously endorse the every viewpoint of the host. Well, what do we have here? So if all this is just a pointless joke. Why are you so butthurt about Candice appearing on Infowars? Who elected you leader of the Thought Police? Why is the guy who constantly whines about being no-platformed by the left trying to no-platform other conservatives through peer pressure? Here's another question. I think that's a little uh, exaggerated. A, I wouldn't call it no-platform. Yeah. I wouldn't call it no-platform, but I do think there's... There's something to what he's saying there, yeah, but I think it's a little exaggerated. He, if he was saying like, if he were saying that he wanted to get Infowars kicked off of the internet, yeah, that exactly. would be better. No platforming. I think he was just putting his two cents in that nobody fucking asked for. Yeah, and exactly. And Ben has said on, on Twitter explicitly, look, I don't want your stuff banned. I, I, in fact, I want you to keep talking on the internet because it's entertaining or whatever he said. Little Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Why do establishment conservatives like Shapiro always try to shit all over every fantastic opportunity? A chance to help millions of African Americans get off the plantation of government dependency to escape the internalized oppression of identity politics. I mean, is it some kind of cuckoldry thing? Do they like to lose? I mean, God forbid we want to actually win a battle in the culture war. If that happens, Shapiro might not get invited back on CNN. I don't know that that's fair. He really pushed back on Brian Stelter. But that, that to me would be a point against Ben, which, which is to say, 
look, you can go on a platform with someone with whom you disagree strongly and you can articulate those points of disagreement. For all we know, Kanye and Candace might do that with Alex or they might not. But that I think- wasn't the point Ben was making, though. He was saying you're going to be affiliated with somebody that is, you know, kooky. He was right about that when you're trying to dispel this perception that you yourself are really kooky. And, and so I think Ben was right. Am I defending Benjamin? What is happening? I was going to say, are we flipping here? Because here, I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through my points and why I, I am more critical of Ben than Alex on this issue. And it has nothing to do with their opinions, it has nothing to do with whether 9-11 was an inside job or whether Pizzagate is real or any of that. It's just matters of principle about how we ought to conduct ourselves in debate, disagreement, free speech, free association, those sorts of things. Um, so I will grant, of course, that Ben isn't, isn't trying to control anything. I, I don't think Ben yeah. is trying to no platform anybody. I don't think he's trying to censor. Uh, what I think he's trying to do is, is offer an opinion on the best course of action for Kanye and Candace, as you're describing. But still, I, I think... But it does come I, off like he's trying to tell these minorities what to do. Yeah. And, and I'm not a fan of policing others' associations. I don't think that's for you or, or Ben to do. I think it's for Kanye and Candace to do. I think it's for Kanye and Candace. If they have problems with Alex, to iron out those problems with Alex and sort them out themselves. Um, I think we should hold people accountable for what they do and what they say, not who they associate with. I think yeah. that's a very... Now, maybe Ben's point would say... Maybe he'd say, I agree with that. The point is broader society, broader culture will look at an association with Alex Jones and think he's kooky, even though I might not. Maybe that's what Ben would say. Maybe that to try to be as fair to his position as possible. Um, here's, where, here's what actually bugs me the most, though. Ripping someone and refusing discussion, as Ben yes. would say, that's weak tea, gang. That's, that's what Ben would oh, say. God, I hate him so much. That, that, that's just weak tea, gang. That's, that's, uh, so by all means, Ben, criticize all you want. Criticize Alex Jones all you want, Paul Just Watson all you want. Do it as viciously or as gently as you want. But um, but if you do, in my opinion at least, a decent and intellectually honest person is open to discussion with mm -hmm. that person. Otherwise, you're not actually there for the battle of ideas. You're yeah, just there and, for the virtue he signal. He picked this fight too. He had to right, know this right, was going right. to blow up. It was not. Yeah, he brought it upon himself. And to the point on joking, like maybe maybe... Um, ben was just having some Twitter bans, and that's fine. You see, you're joking around, and people say, "Hey, come on, man, lay off." You go, "Look, I was just joking around. Sorry, do what you want. I don't care." But that's not what he's doing. You he's don't doubling talk about down. it on your podcast like every day of the week. And well, I think he only did the one day. To be fair, it was just one day. Just Thursday. Really? Briefly. Okay. Yeah. And it was at the end of the show and stuff I hate because I, I got I got like seventy five percent of the way through the show, and I thought, is he not going to talk about Alex Jones after this Twitter tirade? But then eventually he did. Um, so yeah, so you're not actually participating in, in the debate, the discussion, you're just moralizing and virtue signaling at that point. If you won't actually discuss people with people, uh, you criticize, here's what bugs me too. Um, I think it's inconsistent and I'd like to hear Ben's response to this. I think it's inconsistent to refuse Jones for what he believes. Meanwhile, you constantly engage with college SJWs yeah. who have beliefs that I think are far or equally as wild sure yeah. beliefs about gender beliefs about abortion beliefs about communism all of which you find morally reprehensible as you say on your show all the time why would you engage with them but not alex jones what's the right. moral distinction and i don't the gay see frogs one. thing i always defend alex jones with this gay frogs thing because it's a Isn't bit it? of a mischaracterization of what he said when yeah. he was talking about hormones being in the water and it making uh frogs 
what it what does it make frogs? They just, some frogs like change sex anyway. Is is that what he was talking about? I don't know. It it, it is affect supposedly affecting the hormones of of the frogs. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was what he was trying to say, and then it kind of came out. <laughs> yeah, it was really um, stupid, but still. I do think that this is essentially SJW behavior. I think this is social justice warrior behavior. So I think ripping someone else and then trying to stop people from associating with that person all while refusing to have a discussion with that person because you're morally superior. That's the SJW playbook. And I think it's, it's just anti-intellectual moral grandstanding. Male frogs infertile or hermaphrodites. Thank you. Lee. Got you. Thank there, you. There it is. <laughs> so if you don't accept it from the lefty SJWs, I don't think you should accept it from Ben. What I had a realization today too. David Hogg did basically the exact same thing with Alex Jones. Ripped yeah. Alex Jones. Alex Jones said, "You can come on my show, please do." David Hogg said, "No, you You're said too. Sandy Hook was a conspiracy. I'm not doing that." Yeah, David Hogg and Alex Jones did or, and Ben Shapiro did basically the exact same thing to Alex Jones. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you pick a fight with somebody, you should just expect of this magnitude. Everybody has a large audience, and Kanye West was all anybody was talking about last week. Yeah. I feel like you have to just, you know, be able to show up or shut up. Yeah. And if, and it's a classic example of if, if your ideas are so much better, if Alex Jones is so obviously wrong, and by the way, you're a guy with, I would say rightfully earned, highly touted debate prowess. Mm -hmm. What is to be, how would you possibly come out of that looking poorly? If you believe not only that you're the superior debater, but that matters yeah, of fact or firmly on your side. He's got this giant ego and he's like, the mere act of debating him is, is beneath me. That's the, yeah. what he's. Yeah. You know, who says that is, is morally grandstanding left-wing feminists. Oh, like. oh it's a, you act like this is some new thing for it's, Ben Shapiro. I'm just saying it's getting worse. That's it's my not getting worse. He's always been this way. You've just had this bromance with him and you wouldn't admit it. I'm not. Well, I don't think it's fair to say that's just me. By the way, it's the largest, fastest growing conservative podcast in the world or whatever he says. Like it's, it's Alex Jones was right about the billionaire backers. Hmm. I, I, I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. until. And this. I think it was Mark Dice that said anybody with billionaire backers would have risen to some level of prominence and success. And I think hmm. that there's some truth to that too. Although well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that he doesn't have the talent to do it on his own. I think that he does, but no, but I think that it, I see like, like what if sticks hex and hammer had billionaire backers. True. Fair point. Do I think that there's that much of an intelligence difference between Shapiro and sticks? Probably not. No, probably I, not. Sticks I think is they're both smart better guys. all around in every way than Ben. Including, um, especially wardrobe. It's not yes, even close. Definitely. Last thing I want to say is say what you will about Alex Jones, but Alex Jones just wants to be left alone. And that's something I sympathize with a lot. So if free speech and free association mean anything, it just means letting people have their platforms without any kind of meddling and let the chips fall where they may. Now, I think it's debatable the extent to which Ben meddled here. We're just talking about tweets, of course, but the spirit is there. And I, at least to my knowledge, I don't think Alex meddles in other people's platforms or business. At least I can't recall a case. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of anything. So, as, as strange as it is, you know, my, weird story, my Shapiro but... loyalty has broken down in this case, and I gotta be pretty much 100% team InfoWars as this conflict relates, with the qualification that I think InfoWars, particularly Paul Joseph Watson, overstated the case a little bit. But as far as matters of principle go, I like how this is what does it, not his quarterly, you know, bringing up Michelle Fields. Yeah, I mean, we had Michelle Fields. We had he went kind of crazy on Charlottesville for a lot of people's taste, myself included, because he 
was ripping Trump for saying that there was provocation and violence on both sides. Yes, he's always been morally grandstanding. He's he's always done this. White knight. He Maybe can't I just it. agreed with the grandstanding. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Oh God. Hmm. Ben Shapiro sucks. That. <laughs> I guess we're in agreement finally. <laughs> it finally happened. Will it be enough to break my habitual listening to the show? Find out next. No, I mean, I don't. I can't answer for you. I still tune in every once in a while, but like. 25% of the episodes, I'm like, oh, this is why I can't listen to you. And then I won't listen to you, <laughs> listen to him for another month. And then I'll be like, maybe I'll listen to Ben Shapiro again. And, oh, yeah, that's why. I think his ability to assemble and analyze facts as far as the news is concerned is, is top notch. What I get, what's tough is all this moralizing stuff that's mixed in. Um, I don't tune in for that. And I suspect, I suspect that's a lot of people who would say the same thing. I've just been observing the social media exchanges like ben has been sharing his daily wire story about ben shapiro gets an epic fight with alex jones on twitter yeah, and owns him or whatever and people like are I ripping want, ben his i don't own want my political commentary commentators to be absent of moral judgment that's just philly d and i i think he's unwatchable i think there's some truth to that you I do want, want firm opinions yeah. yeah i just disagree um, with a lot. i just wish for such a fact-based guy i wish the I, I would, I'd be much more satisfied. I know there's time limitations. He doesn't want to devote his entire show to this, but I'd like to see a fact-based rebuttal to some of Alex Jones's claims, as opposed to just, I'm a better person than Alex Jones. That's why I won't talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen him rip people apart. Like his debate with Chank was embarrassing for Chank. Yeah, that was fun. That, yeah, was, that fun. was a good one. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it, it's not just us. As I said, I've been observing Ben and the Daily Wire social media. There's tons and tons of pushback from their own audience on this. And I wonder if maybe, I wonder probably naively, I hope naively that maybe he'll listen to some of this. I doubt it, but maybe. No, he's got a big ego. I'm pretty sure hmm. he's just able to deflect this. And I'm sh sure he knew what he was getting into when he started this. He doesn't have to listen to my advice. But so. he might. Are you Maybe. listening, Ben? Are Maybe. You listening? By the way, Ben, to the extent that you've been criticized, you are welcome on my <laughs> platform anytime as long as my associations with other people who have less flattering opinions of you are not um, oh, are not prohibitive. It's a vow. It's a vow. We should probably do some super Just chats. Whatever. That guy only gave Roaming Millennial a 15-minute interview. That's another knock against oh, Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. 15 minutes for 15 Roaming minutes. Millennial? No, Are you, you a crazy person? You block out an hour for Roaming Millennial. Yeah. Yeah, Wait. you drop everything. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Strike 10, Ben. <laughs> anyway, I'll be interested to hear. Perhaps we'll hear from some of the super chatters, too. I suspect our audience dabbles in both. Um, some people strictly Alex, some people strictly Ben, maybe neither. Maybe some people dabble in, in both of them. I'll be curious to see where people land on this. Maybe they just don't care, but I kind of find this people story. People in the live be... chat seem pretty split. I'm saying like team Ben, team Alex, hmm. team Ben. Interesting. Huh. Want to do some super chats for the yeah. next? Yeah, and then we'll get to the NRA convention. Some fake news. Um... Rainier Chen completely missed the last Sunday show. Here's two weeks quota. The praise of Marxism is like eating toxic dog poop from a stray dog because you do not like burgers and forcing others to try it for the sake of inclusion. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Boogeyman917, great show. And frankly, it's the best. Thanks for the quality listening material. Gay. <laughs> I don't have this. All right. Do you want the sounder? Hold on. He paid for that sound. <laughs> I know. Gay. What movie is that from? It's The Hangover, It's right? um. No, uh, it's it's the guy from The Hangover, isn't it? From a show on NBC, isn't it? Like, uh, 
It's from a TV show on NBC. I forget which one, like Parks and Rec or something. I don't think Parks and Rec. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Patrick, the one Pentagon. Of those. Community. It might be Community. Oh. I don't know. I'll look it up while you go. Uh, Patrick, the Pentagon lied to Congress about our involvement in Yemen. Everything we've done for Yemen, done in Yemen, is wasteful, unjustifiable, illegal, and immoral. This is not the mega Trump campaigned on. Um, I did see a, a little white pill, though. I did see on hmm. JF and Lauren's stream that uh, Trump is no longer funding the white helmets, which I w- was encouraged by that. I don't even know what that is. What's that? Um, they're this George Soros-funded organization that is filming um, all of these recovery missions of, of people, but they were caught like red-handed on multiple occasions staging them. Hmm. It's like, okay. why would George Soros be... Be funding this anyway. T- uh, tune into JF and Lauren uh, Rose's stream earlier. Did I say Lauren Southern when I was just maybe? Yeah, Sorry, I Lauren, just, Rose. Lauren. Lauren means Rose for now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis, by my school, Parkland kids were being compared to students marching for integration in the fifties, even though oh the fifties kids marched for civil rights, where Parkland <laughs> marched to take away rights. Exactly. Cool yes, kids. my favorite yes. distinction. The, Please, therein government. Therein lies the distinction. Take away our freedom. Oh, someone was also saying that Malibu Buddha did a video on the white helmets. Uh, yeah, okay. check that guy's out. I like Malibu Buddha. Uh, AZ Archer can't stay tonight, but take some coinage to keep things classy. And for Matt to buy something better than an AK, cough, M10X cough. Well, um, all I can say about this is when I go gun shopping next time, it's going to be for a friend who is getting this person's first gun of this person's life. So this person oh. is going to select which gun this person wants. Oh. And I hope this person selects a communist aka 47 style and what, what is the gender of this of this person i would never presume to know <laughs> that would be very last century of me uh let's just do a few as more. we'll learn at the end of the show you shouldn't presume gender yeah definitely the, the kids will tell you um shooter down under the victims of the port arthur massacre in australia still don't know what happened at port arthur man i hope we find out what happened this is just outrageous 58 people dead this is no small thing hmm. Um, Redica says, how much is the under over in Daiki Chan ends up with the black eye? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um, odd bizarre. Let's just, this, this is just the last one for right now, and then we'll pick these up back up. Uh, this one's for Matt. I had my own Vico House debate last week. Why does that name sound? Nico House. Oh, it says Vico. It's, yeah, Nico House. Um, Nico House is the guy I debated about the Michael Bennett getting arrested by the Las Vegas Police oh, Department. Yeah. You can go back and watch it. It's from like September or October. It was just, look, it it was a low budget. Well, no, I don't want to put it that way. I was going to say a low budget. I was going to say a low budget Shapiro V Jenk, but that's mostly because he was so Jenk like not I don't feel like I was spectacular. It's just like this guy was insane. Was he the one that rage quit? Yeah. Yeah. He rage quit at the end of the debate. Yeah. He asked me, was slavery real? Was slavery real? Was slavery real? I said, Yes, and then he rage quit. Well, that's all I need to know. And he rage quit the debate. Was he expecting you to be like, no? Uh, because slavery existed a century and a half ago, it means that Michael Bennett was unjustifiably racially profiled by the Las Vegas Police Department. Apparently, that huh. was his his ace of spades to end the debate. That's um, that's not an argument. Um, last mm. one for right now. Oh, actually, I didn't finish this one. It started with the definition of racism is prejudice. P- plus power and it yeah. was all downhill from there love okay. you guys keep on being amazing holy shit this guy is just whatever that's crazy thank keep, you Ad keep Desari, engaging Desari. you know engaging people in debate on an everyday basis i think is important to do as long as you can maintain friendships that way which i'm not a good example of but it's tough though yeah 
I mean, just just challenging conventional wisdom, getting people thinking. Yeah, but can you truly be good friends with somebody that you fundamentally believe is stupid? That's the real problem hmm. I'm having. You want to respect your friends, right? I guess, yeah. Uh, should we do now? Let's 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 get back to it, and we'll come back. Okay. Uh, so the NRA convention, or whatever they call it, their annual meetings were in Dallas this week. And they might still be going. It was this weekend. But anyway, they're at least wrapping up, I, I believe. But the first piece of what's going on at the conventions there is, in my opinion, a massive piece of fake news that is not getting the pushback that it deserves. So a lot of people have clarified. But in terms of mainstream media coverage, it's, um, it's a wildly inaccurate media narrative. And it also goes to show the degree to which these Parkland kids, in this case, Cameron Kasky, can just tweet something out and within an hour, every mainstream outlet has a headline reiterating what he said, amplifying what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's bunk, like it is in this case. Emma Gonzalez is my hero. Oh, Kanye, Kanye, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was. So Cameron Kasky tweets this out last week. He says the NRA evolved into such a, uh, has evolved into such a hilarious parody of itself. And he's quoting, um, a page from the NRA website about these annual meetings. And it says, due to it, they're going to have Mike Pence speak. And I believe the president actually spoke at this event too. They had both Pence and Trump, but this was with regard to Pence specifically due to the attendance of vice president, the vice president of the United States, the U S secret service will be responsible for event security at the NRA ILA leadership forum. As a result, firearms and firearm accessories, knives and weapons of any kind will be prohibited from the forum to enduring prior to enduring this event. And of course, this is viewed as an ex- example of extreme hypocrisy. The NRA banned guns at its events. Well, obviously, they believe that good guys with guns make things safer. And you see this, as I said, the headlines are just all over. So just in 15 minutes of searching, I found reiterations of this similar headline. Parkland students criti- criticize NRA for banning guns. NRA for banning guns. At an upcoming Pence, uh, Pence event, I saw headlines from Politico, BBC, CBS, Slate, USA Today, The Hill, HuffPo, Salon, and NBC. And that wasn't comprehensive. That's just me Googling around for a little bit of time. Now, Kasky's tweet is a screenshot, as I mentioned, from the NRA webpage that, just, that is for the, the event, the annual meetings. It's part of a page that shows the firearm policy for the event, but he just shows that particular clipping that talks about the policy for the Mike Pence speaking event. If you actually go to the page, you'll see the firearm policy is this. During the 2018 NRA annual meetings and exhibits, lawfully carried firearms will be permitted at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center and the Omni Dallas Hotel in accordance with Texas law. When carrying your firearm, remember to follow all federal, state, and local laws. In other words... Carrying firearms at this event is allowed to the maximum extent allowed by law. The NRA is not adding any rules to your carrying of firearms at their event other than what law already dictates. Now they make a note, that special note, because they're not making the security direct. They're not making the security rules for when Pence is there. The Secret Service made those (laughs) rules. The Secret Service says, if you want Pence, there aren't going to be any guns. And so the NRA has decided, okay, to get the vice president of the United States to speak, we'll abide by these rules. And so nobody's going to have guns during the Pence event. To say the NRA banned guns, just not true. Right. It's just not true. They chose to comply with Secret Service requirements to get Pence to speak. Now, 
the last piece of media that I wanted to play here. Did you have a chance to watch through this Young Turks segment? Or yeah. at least, God, dude. Oh, God. Yeah. They speak to the... Who is this chick, by the way? I don't think I've ever seen her before. I don't know. I actually was unfamiliar with pretty much everyone in this segment. But they fill in nicely. You got your jank. You got your low-budget jank guy. You got your low-budget Anna lady who nobody knows who she is. They're basically just fill-ins. But they speak to this this perceived hypocrisy. So let's hear what they had to say. Vice President Pence will be speaking at the annual NRA meeting on Friday in Dallas. And to make sure that he's safe, they will be banning guns during his speech. I wish that I was making this up. (laughs) I searched, I looked over and over again to make sure that this wasn't fake news. And this is a real Didn't look hard enough. And the fact that the NRA does not see the hypocrisy in this is the... (sighs) best uh, gift that we could get here. Now, the NRA said the U.S. Secret Service will coordinate security for the Pence speech and will not allow weapons in the arena while he is present, which is interesting because I heard that if you're worried about somebody's safety, you need a good guy with a gun to make sure that they're safe. That's what I heard. Who do you think is protecting Pence? Oh, this up-talking. I can't Good guys with guns. Good guys with guns are protecting pants at the event. People are saying that this broad is um, Hannah. Is it Hannah Cranston? I've heard of her before. She, I think Baring made a video about her recently. No relation to Brian. <laughs> I might be wrong about her last name, but I mm. never watched the Young Turks. So. I thought good guys with guns provide security. Yes. That's why the Secret Service employs them. Yeah. <sighs> okay. There's a little bit more. But think about all wait, those good guys exactly. in there. So this just, those, it's just a room full of good guys, right? Room? And a lot of people are calling out this hypocrisy, especially a lot of the Parkland students mm-hmm. who are being told that their teachers should have guns in their schools, but to protect the president, well, we shouldn't have any, or vice president. That we and when they say, sorry, I have to interrupt too. When they say, oh, it's just a room full of good guys. How many concealed carry license uh, holding people do you think are, are in there? At least for people from states that require licenses for concealed carry. I don't know. Probably a lot. Yeah. Pr- probably a hell of a lot. By the way, you know what you can't be? Not only to buy a firearm, but to have a concealed carry permit? A criminal. A violent criminal. There aren't any violent criminals in there. You know how many assaults there are? At least convicted? Zero. You know how many murders? Zero. I'd yeah. feel way more safe in a room full of concealed carry license holders than the general public at large. Oh, yeah. By a large margin. Yep. <sighs> it's just a room full of good guys. Yes, it is. You insufferable bitch. All right. Continue. You don't have any guns near them. The idea is if they don't like your policies, then you don't get invited. And not everybody gets invited, we know, to these conventions. And so this is a major policy that, unfortunately, the vice president has to abide by. But it seems like it, it, it's absolutely the opposite of one of the main things that the NRA promotes. And so you would think that it would be like, you know, we just can't have you here because this this doesn't fit with what's most important to us. That's exactly right. I mean, it, it, uh, look, but clearly they don't, it doesn't matter. Maybe maybe they figure, hey, it just doesn't matter. So she's getting to the point there, and I think that's the most substantive criticism they have is if you're going to invite somebody who's going to ask you to violate your beliefs or principles, maybe you just disinvite that person. But the other side of that is you're going to tell me you're going to have a convention in which the vice president of the United States will speak, and you're going to say, no, sorry. Yeah, no, uh, it's, yeah. It's not hypocrisy to comply with others' terms or conditions as, uh, or, or the conditions of participation, right? So, like they, they could, the NRA could say principle reigns supreme. 
and they could disinvite Pence. Um, but you're really missing out on a huge speaker if you do. So if anyone's the hypocrite here, it's not the NRA, it's actually Trump and Pence for people who speak to these values, but then make people disarm in such a scenario. Like if you want to rip Pence for that hypocrisy, I think that's maybe there's some fairness there. But yeah, it's not but the NRA. They're, they're at a different level of security threats than even the, anybody else that has spoken they to are, them. I mean. Yeah, it's when people get mad about the double standard, it's not that their lives are more important. They're not. They're just people. But to pretend that the sec- that the risk to them is the same. Right. Like, they're, they're not the same target that anybody else is. Right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think if there is any hypocrisy, it lies with them, not with the NRA. But this is I, I was thinking about this. It's like if I go to Costco, I don't carry. Why is that? Because Costco says no guns in our stores. If I go to the post office, I don't carry. Why is that? Because it's against federal law. Mm -hmm. I think both of these policies are wrong. I I think I should be able to carry in the store. I think I should be able to carry in the post office. But people who set the rules say I can't. So I respect the rules and I don't. Does that make me a hypocrite? Oh, yeah. Am I a hypocrite for that? Or am I just a person that say, look, I respect your property. I would like to do business with you, Costco. You have big giant packs of stuff I like for cheap. You should ask the Young Turks and then definitely take what they say to heart. <laughs> Am I a hypocrite for leaving, for not carrying a gun on my hip of course in Costco? Not. Of course not. That, I, presumably they would say yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter because they totally mischaracterized what was actually going on here and then based all their subsequent suppositions on the mischaracterization. So <sighs> it's it, so it doesn't matter. And again, the, the second point too is just the degree to which every outlet will put this headline out without really asking, is this, is this a fair claim by Cameron Caskey? Like there's, there's, you're, you're still acting like CNN and the Parkland kids are going to do due diligence. Ta- are I you mean, to get directives from a high school kid with a clear agenda and call yeah. yourself an unbiased, impartial, objective media. We outlet? listen to kids. They can make their own decisions unless they want to be a boy or a girl. Right. We'll find that out at the end of the show. Um, in the interest of time, we should probably keep it moving along, but, um, but I thought that was an interesting story this week. The other piece of information from the NRA, uh, the NRA annual meetings is this case of this restaurant, this restaurant called Ellen's in Dallas. I've never heard of Ellen's. I don't know if it's uh, it's just a diner. Yeah. It's some kind of diner in the Dallas area. Anyway, um, Ellen's changed the bottoms of its receipts to read what the NRA posted on Twitter here. Thanks for visiting Ellen's. A portion of this week's proceeds will be donated to organizations dedicated to implementing reasonable and effective gun regulations. Welcome to Dallas. Now the NRA got wind of this and decided to tweet it out. Hey, don't go to Ellen's in downtown Dallas. Why would you go there when there are so many other great choices? You know, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Stand and fight. Defend the second. Okay. That seems pretty obvious to me. If you're foolish enough to put anti-second amendment messaging now the company's the restaurant's going to say it wasn't anti-second amendment common but if you're fool- sense gun control effective gun control though if you're foolish enough to do that not only in texas but during the week that all the gun enthusiasts are there like okay enjoy not getting money that's your choice but it, that that just seems like the obvious outcome to me yeah they walked it back so hard yeah <laughs> which is crazy they take to instagram and they make the following post they, they say they wanted to clarify 
what they meant on Instagram. What a day this has been. We want to give some clarification to an issue that has caused quite a bit of confusion and anxiety. Early this morning, we began posting a message at the bottom of our receipts stating that Ellen's intends to donate a portion of our proceeds this week toward the effort of finding common ground and compromise in the fight to eliminate needless gun violence, especially in our schools and against our dedicated police officers with a limited number of characters available for that message. Uh-huh. What is this a tweet? <laughs> you get, this it is a receipt. It like half the receipt. It's giant. It's a giant. Yeah, it's like a paragraph on your damn receipt. What are you talking about? Character limit. Um, we, with the limited number of characters available for that message, we simplified it to say we support quote, reasonable and effective gun regulations toward that end. What was not expected was that those two words, reasonable and effective would be misinterpreted as our support for gun control. Then you're Hmm. a bunch of retards. It was NRA weekend in Dallas. How stupid are you? The mistake was an honest one. The opposite is true. We are, well, we support the constitution, including the second amendment, hundred percent. And like the NRA, we also support finding solutions to the senseless killings that happen much too frequently. We believe these two things are completely compatible. And it goes on, but that's the gist. Um, I don't, don't know about say you. say something at the end about nobody wants their cops to be shot in the line of duty. Nobody wants. Yeah. That, I mean, that much I, I will agree with. I'm sick of everybody acting like people on the right or people that, you know, want, want advocate for the Second Amendment actually want a bunch of kids to be slaughtered at school. That's insane. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we want people to be able to defend themselves such that that anyone who tries shit like that gets shut down real quick. What about that bucket of rocks though? <laughs> or the mini baseball. Mini bat. baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't buy this at all. Why else would you put this anti-gun? Now again, is it under normal circumstances? Would I take issue with the phrase like common sense, reasonable, common ground? The only reason I take issue with that in this context is because we know what it means. That guy who literally authored that op-ed in the USA Today this week about confiscating guns. If you go to his website, his 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 congressional website, it says, I support common sense gun reform. Common sense gun reform is we a know euphemism. What that means. Yeah, it, it's a euphemism for taking guns yeah. at this point yep. essentially um and and by the way if they didn't put it on there this week i would be a little more sympathetic to it like maybe this was something they had ongoing since parkland okay it's new this week you put it on there for the nra people do you coming know in. if a woman was behind this um i believe it was a man actually really yes and, and the reason i know more that disappointing the reason i know that is because you know how this story ends. Like they all do. Oh. Dallas restaurant owner or Dallas restaurant says it got death threats Aww. for putting pro gun control message on its receipts. So of course um, there were uh, Joe Groves, the owner of Ellen's restaurant. I presume Joe is not Josephine or Josephina and it's with an O. So I presume it's Joseph. The owner of Ellen's restaurant told Buzzfeed news that the establishment received calls threatening to shoot the place up and another by a person suggesting they would set it ablaze. Oh, We've had people calling and saying they're going to shoot the place up. One that implied he would be burning us down today. Rid- uh, ridiculous people, Groves said. Um, you know, convenient that these death threats are never documented. There's no proof. It's just I was victimized by yeah, someone with a phone Well, in call. the old Alf, Alf's void. <laughs> Nobody calls anybody these days. Your friends don't call. You get a death threat, you send a text message. Yeah. Or an email. Or, you know, everybody communicates in documented forms yeah. these days. 
Um, but uh, but I don't buy this accidental not this this talk of it being an accident at all. Look, you wanted to do some anti-gun grandstanding the week of the NRA event, and it you got Backfired a lot of pushback horribly, for it. Yeah. But that's what's so stupid is none because you did this. None of the NRA people are going to your restaurant. They're just not. You can't apologize your way out of this. Yeah. So you shouldn't have backed off. You should have been like, yeah, fuck you and your guns. Stay away. And then maybe yeah. you get the blue-haired social justice leftist to come in. I mean, I'm sick of doing the the whole boycott thing, but the left does it all the time. And I do feel like to some degree we have to play their game. Also, yeah. they, these people brought it on them. So I don't, right, I don't know. It wasn't uncovered. It's not like somebody found out that this guy was donating to like every town USA or right. something. Right. He put it on his receipts as a big grandstanding thing. Yeah. If you make your political persuasion like a centerpiece of your business don't be surprised when you split your clientele yeah or you better hope you live in new york city i mean you're in yeah. dallas yeah <laughs> move to austin yeah. might have better luck i don't know true okay i got um a couple of these great political stories up uh, up next hillary says she didn't win because she's a capitalist so many super chats okay so let's uh yeah, and we got plenty of show left, so let's at least get some because we might have a long sure. show. Um, oh, I saw people complaining that it's it's taking up to 48 hours to um, process. I think I know entire... why. I think I know why. I'm going to test it out at the end of the show tonight because, yeah, what happens is everything before exactly two hours gets chopped off. I've been disabling the live chat because we all agreed, not disabling, live chat replay, not yeah. the live chat, but the live chat replay because we all agreed, well, there's no point to have the chat replay that just serves to like be ammunition against us or whatever. But I've noticed when I hit that as the video is processing, like take the live chat away, that's when the processing stuff gets funky. Oh, okay. so I think I'm going to let it process first, make sure it's all good. Then disable the live chat replay. We'll see if it works tonight. But, well, shit. But, I wish I wouldn't have said some stuff that I've already said in the live chat. Then well, now I, you're screwed. I know just screwed. You hear that, Jay Fry? <laughs> you hear that, Jared Holt? You want to get live chat uh, screenshots? You're going to have to show up to the show live and tune in with the rest of these people. Yep. The rest of these degenerates. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do some super chats. And uh, John says they can have their socialist utop utopia. The only thing I get to be only thing is I get to be the one in charge of the government. I really don't think hunting zoo animals is for me. Yeah, hmm. me neither. Uh, Joseph Duff Kalisics, if there was a way, were a way for two lesbians with a webcam to make a living, whatever will they do? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That was a good one. I like that one. Is he going to get the rim shot? Uh, it's, it's not convenient. Fine. But Crown video. Fine, fine. Blonde. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. This one deserves a rim shot. You got to get that Jackie Chan quote right. He actually said, if she rikes it, that's okay. I knew, I knew someone was going to uh, thank you for that. Tony L. Matt, I was auction deprived at birth and my mom had to leave an emergency C-section as well. Um, so we're brothers in, um, in birth struggle. I hope he has fewer birth effects than you do though. Oh yes. All right. Uh, Neg 18. Love the show. Been tuning in for a while. I agree. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> with that. Did you guys see the full Kanye TMZ interview? He was speaking so much truth and does not seem crazy with all the content. I didn't see the whole thing. No, I, I just saw that it. one black dude chewing him out and him Kanye looking looking at him like. Yeah, I got to check that out. That sounds good. Uh, Kulisics again. Matt, you see the VP doctors resigned this week. Word is that she was the source of tester smear against Ron Jackson. Mm. Uh, looks like the 23 witnesses were just her hearsay thoughts. I did. Wow. I, I only read one article about this, but apparently she has made similar accusations about people. Before. If you got a source on that, email it to me. Um, 
I think Tester's dead in the water as far as my vote is concerned regardless, but I'm not happy about how this played out. So uh, I would like to see that if there's any kind of documented proof about the sourcing. Mafia Gudio, howdy. Good circumstantial evidence. Sorry, proceed. Oh, it's okay. Howdy, Mountain Blonde. First show I've been able to catch since I got out of the hospital. And you were right, Matt. Ben will join the show one day, just like one day I'll be dating Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be a good day. Maybe you and Taylor can tune in live. I don't know. You might have a shot with her. She's put on 20 pounds and she's pushing 30. So, uh, Tempest, mm-hmm. my own issue against Ben is the end of his segment you showed. He said, if Kanye wants to bring people together, he should not go on InfoWars. I don't like those kinds of only my approved shows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Maybe I gave Ben, maybe I gave Ben too much credit. Is, it, that, weirdly, is this happening? Weirdly. Oh God, I'm going to get all soft when I have kids. It's really yeah. crazy. Three-sided coin or resident socialist? Yes, conservatives, dance monkeys, fight, fight, fight. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the other angle of this, too, is like how productive is this? Because the reality is both of these guys have been effective culture warriors against a common cultural enemy. And it is, the infighting is not probably a useful... Um, No, of course not. But now that internet blood sports are dead, it's like, what are we even going to do? I guess, yeah. (laughs) Um, Kevin Van Ekeren? Ekeren? Ben said he wouldn't go on InfoWars. He didn't say he wouldn't debate him. Ben wants facts, not conspiracy theories to inform the discussions. Then he should have kept his mouth shut. He knew what he was doing by starting this. I would say there is a slight distinction there. He did say he wouldn't go on InfoWars, but he said that on his show. He also, but on Twitter, Alex Jones says, I will debate you. And Ben replied, yeah, no, It, it wasn't venue specific on Twitter. Well, I mean, would Ben bring on Alex? I seriously doubt it. I would look respect level go up a lot if he did. Yeah. For me, for, for sure. me personally. Um, not for me, but I would love the spectacle. Yeah. Uh, Ryan G. Blonde and I once made love. Matt walked in on us and looked at me with pain and betrayal in his eyes. Locking eyes with him was too much, and it was time for the both of us to jeez. Oh, jeez, guys. Jeepers. That is the saddest one yet. I would rather read like 10 million more Brokeback Mountain <laughs> themed Matt and I once made love than read something yeah, yeah. like that. Thank you anyway, Ryan. Uh, Zach Swindle, love your content. Just really wish it was daily. Never daily. For real, though. Um, I need I need staff, man. I know. We can't need, do anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm heading to bed. Listen in the morning. One of my one of the many audio platforms like CastBox, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thank you. All linked conveniently in the description. Wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. And last one for right now, Frank Underwood. Ben is the ultimate neocon conservative. He's for open borders. And that's another thing. We'll talk about it in a second. Well, and it's does, open borders and removal of the welfare state. It's way different. And does not care about the future of America. He only gets excited when Israel's about to start a war. Beware where his loyalty lie. I don't know dun, what you're dun, talking dun. about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about at all. But what did he say about open borders? I can't remember the exact. Uh, his, he basically does. My understanding is he basically does believe in open borders if you could eliminate the welfare state. What he doesn't like is people coming in with no right to and then getting government benefits. That's his, as far as I understand his perspective. Well, pray wanna... tell. Would he support that policy in Israel? Moving on. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> Hillary. Okay, we do have to move through these quickly. As much as I like these next... I, I want to spend plenty of time with this hoax hate because this is just a doozy of a hoax oh hate. Oh, so God, move, it's so bad. I'm going to move through these next two stories pretty quickly, but Hillary's excuse tour continues. She's speaking this week at the Shared Values Leadership Summit in New York City, where she was asked if her support for capitalism hurt her in the polls. 
what a strange question, but that is um, that is what was asked. Uh, let's uh, let's find my Hillary clip here. Here's Hillary talking at that uh, event. You may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, I am a capitalist. <laughs> uh, and you did. Uh, did it hurt you? Probably. I mean, you know, it's, it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard to know. But I mean, if you're in the Iowa caucuses and 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described <laughs> socialists, and I'm asked, are you a capitalist? And I say, yes, but with appropriate regulation and appropriate... Uh, uh, accountability, uh, you know, that that probably gets lost in the, oh my gosh, she's a capitalist. Uh, oh my God. Uh, your thoughts? I mean, this might be the first true thing that she's ever said, although I didn't look into it. Is it is that legitimate, that statistic, 41% of the IOP? I just took it for granted as well. I don't know what the source on that is, but I believe it could conceivably be true. I don't think that sounds too outlandish. I mean, I found she this reassuring that, you know, she had to admit that she was a capitalist to get the popular vote. We uh, re recall that she barely edged Bernie in that caucus too, like by half a percent percentage point. I mean, so I found that statistic shocking, just 41% of Democrats. Yeah, no, but this is where it gets interesting. Like excuse or not, um, there's probably some truth to that. And if capitalism is becoming too right wing for the modern democratic party, I suspect this might be a precursor to some of the stuff we'll see in 2020. I bet if you ask the Democratic nominee in 2020, point blank, are you a capitalist? You'll get, if not denial, heavily qualified to the point of meaninglessness response That's as opposed great, to, though. yes, I am a capitalist, yeah. which is the correct answer. Yeah. I believe in free markets. Now, maybe you believe in some regulation and so forth, but it should be, I believe in free markets with qualification, not... Um, not starting with qualifications, I suppose. Not, not the other. Yeah, way I mean, and I, there are legitimate arguments that that criticize capitalism. Like uh, I heard Lauren Rose say this the other day. This Boy Scouts issue. The reason that they brought in girls is that they needed the funding, and so you're you're eroding a tradition that's improving the quality of young men's lives because you want money. Well, so there there are arguments against capitalism to be made. Maybe there's another side to that too. Perhaps if the group, if the organization wasn't turning its back on the traditions that made it great, they'd get more donations and more support. Yes. You know, I mean, it's, there's, there's, there are more than, there's more than one way to earn revenue, whether you're a for-profit or non-profit organization. Right. But I mean, the, the point of that story is that capitalism, it, it does, it doesn't care about traditional values and things like that. It is money oriented. Right. Free market. Yeah. Fair, fair point. But I um, wish that, that a socialist would make an argument like that. That's not really what I'm hearing when, when they're criticizing capitalism. No, it's just give me stuff. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about the welfare state um, and what you're entitled to. I just want right. free health care. I just want everybody to have right. free, it's, it's right, have free health care. Uh, and I also took this to, like if, if Hillary's speaking truth here, another implication, if being a capitalist is a detriment to being successful in that party, it's, it's another serious example of crumbling common ground. Like, look, if you don't mm -hmm. believe in free speech, you don't believe in the right to defend yourself, and you don't believe in free markets mostly, how are we supposed to share a country? I know. When we don't have value those same things? How? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can't, Skag. Mm. Well, they're the ones picking the Civil War fight, not me. I'm trying to convince them that these ideas are better. Yeah, they're but the they're, ones talking they're about, trying, trying to take away your rights. Your yeah, they're the ones rights. talking about coming to my house and prosecuting me for not giving my guns to the government. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. 
I dare you. I dare you people to come to all these gun owners' homes and try to take their guns. It's going to be it's, a I'm going to be hide-and-seek champion, at least with my guns. Like yeah. I'm going to make you go on... Um, what's the term for... Uh, What's the term I'm looking for? Like uh, when you give somebody a, a whole list of clues about where to find something. Scavenger hunt? Yeah, I'm going to give them a scavenger hunt to find my guns. This is what happens to your brain when you turn 30, guys. And you've been talking for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> In the interest of time, let's keep moving along. Uh, weird, terrible political ad. Delightfully terrible. Th this is coming from is West... <laughs> oh, I think it's great. This is coming from West Virginia. Don Blankenship is a former coal executive running for the Republican nomination uh, for the Falls Senate race against incumbent Democrat Joe Manchin. He was chairman and CEO of the Massey Energy Company. After a mining disaster in 2010, Blankenship was indicted on several charges, ultimately found guilty on a misdemeanor charge. Sorry, Coors break of conspiring to willfully violate mine safety and health standards. He was sentenced to a year in jail and a $250,000 fine. The primary election is Tuesday, where Blankenship faces a current congressman and, a cur and the current West Virginia attorney general for the Republican uh, nominee to face Joe Manchin in the fall. Blankenship released this ad going after Joe Manchin and Mitch McConnell, whom Blankenship accuses of working for his, quote, China family. McConnell's wife is Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao, born in Taiwan, <laughs> To Chinese parents. This is 30 seconds from Don Blankenship oh, in West I Virginia. To, I don't want to. Hi, I'm Don Blankenship, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. While doing so, <laughs> Mitch has gotten rich. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch cocaine Mitch for the sake of the kids. <laughs> I think my favorite part about all this, outside of China people, is that at the end, one of his daughters is scratching her ass. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Should I go back? <laughs> you want is to. It really... Did they put that music in? Is that yeah, the yeah, music that, they that's, chose? There she is, scratching that, that scratch. ass. Look at that look on her face, too. That's a satisfying, <laughs> that's a satisfying <laughs> ass scratch if I've ever seen one. Good for oh, her. God. I bet. Look at. Put it this way. I bet she knows what gender she is. I mean, oh, that's yeah. something to say for Don Blankenship. I mean, I love me some little kids, but those are those are a creepy pair of twins right there. <laughs> oh God. Now, um, one thing about this too. Don't um, as you mentioned before we went live. That's some sub Jeb energy level. That's just <laughs> really bad. <laughs> that's like some of the most monotone, unenthused script reading I've ever heard. China people. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine Mitch is looking out for his China family. Now, as crazy as it may seem, oh, God. he actually, it sounds like he has a shot. Previous polling showed Blankenship trailing behind the other two candidates, 24% for Attorney General Morrissey, 20% for Rep. Jenkins, and 12% for Blankenship. This was a poll that was April 23rd, a few weeks ago. But at the time, 39% of West Virginia voters were undecided. And Politico reports as of this weekend, Blankenship has since surged. No word on if the ad has helped him, but he might be facing Joe Manchin. We'll find out Tuesday. It's West Virginia. I bet it helped. I mean, China. that was a hilarious ad. China people, I, I, when I saw that, I couldn't even believe it. Yeah. So, you know, keep an eye on that. I will probably tune into some West Virginia Senate debates if he happens to get the nomination for the Republican Party. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a disaster. Hey, you know what time it is? Uh, hoax hate time? I'm so excited for this one. Let me see. 
now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? We always notice on this show. Indeed. Nakia Darasa, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not, but she lives in Bellevue, Florida, and on Monday posted to Facebook in a since-deleted post. I wonder why. Since deleted, presumably all the hate being directed her way on Facebook. I saw this before it was deleted, and it had like 50,000 likes and thousands of shares. You know how these go. Somebody claims victimhood, and everybody rushes to... Yeah, people are really, really eager to eat it up. Yep. That's a problem. Still. We've been doing this segment for like a long, long time. Obviously, nobody watches our show, but there's a list of hoax hate that is longer than I can remember. And I don't think we've we've been wrong once, I think. I know I was wrong about. What about that crazy guy who was doing all the swatskas backwards, but was legitimately. Yeah, there was that was a guy at a church in Virginia. Yeah. I don't know if he was ever convicted, but he did get charged. And then but there was the like, last case. We're working at like 90, 90% plus accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, we got polls vetting on this one, so we're pretty yeah. confident. So she posed to Facebook that her home and cars have been vandalized by unknown racist attackers. Mm-hmm. This was the original post that you see there. Yeah. And then local news in Florida gets word of this. And they, and head then over they to... don't vet it at all and then air it on a very popular <laughs> news station, right? I don't know how popular this news station is down in Florida, but this is what the segment looked like. This was on Tuesday. She posts on Monday. This is the news story on Tuesday. I can't believe that someone would have so much like hate in their heart. On Saturday morning, <laughs> Nakia Darasol woke up to a sight that put fear in her heart and broke it at the same time. Not oh, only were both okay. her cars spray painted with racial slurs, so was the outside of her house. Whoever did this missed nothing. They spray painted. Oh, did they miss nothing though? Oh, it, I, it looks like like those rims are untouched. All credit goes to Paul for uncovering a few wrinkles in this case. But notice I really these... feel like we would have noticed that one on our own. Though. Well, the, the person who sent this to me originally before it was even debunked said, I don't know. They wrote nigga all over this stuff with an A. Yeah. Real racists would go hard R for sure. That was my first indication. I saw yeah. that and I was like, bullshit. Hard R. But by the way, nice aftermarket rims untouched. They, so they got everything but not the rims. And a few other Yeah, which insurance would not cover, but they would cover everything else. Right. Every side of both their cars, up and down, and every wall of their house. And they didn't stop there. They flattened tires, keyed the side of her car, and broke both windshields. Scary? It is. Why? They could have done anything to us. Who would do this? That's what Nakia and the Marion County Sheriff's Office are trying to figure out. Nakia's church family is going to repaint her house, install floodlights, and update her people. security system. Yeah. When we pulled up, my, you know, my mouth dropped, my heart sank, my eyes were filled with tears. Just, it was such a heavy experience, and it was so oh, terrible. And right now, the crime I'm falls under the category too. of criminal mischief and won't be considered a hate crime until the Sheriff's Department finds out who did this and their motive okay now as i said i'm going to thank the uh, crazies over at poll for doing our work for us because they uh, identified a lot of um well i don't know if they're conclusive proof of a hoax but they're curiosities 
curiosities in it this is. story. So the evidence is amassing quickly. So they took to social media first off, and they found a few things that are interesting. One post of this person, Nakia Darisar, whatever her name is, post of her at her home. Well, what's that? It's a nice can of red rust-oleum spray paint yeah. right there on her countertop posted recently. She's looking all coy. She's like, look at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she's cooking with Heinz pasta sauce or something for dinner. <laughs> Maybe she did it with the pasta sauce. Who knows? We don't know. Uh, but her daughter posted it at the same time too. We gonna be rich soon. <laughs> Hold on. Before you rip me for reading that in racial terms, she wrote, she wrote we gon' be rich soon. Hold on. We G-O-N be rich soon. Oh Hold God. on. Okay. But that's, those are just a few of the pieces. The rest of this, um, the, as we mentioned, the aftermarket rims on one of the cars were curiously untouched by the vandals. The stock rims on the other car, all spray painted. Uh, insurance, as you said, likely would not cover those. Only the windshields were broken, uh, which are covered for free by insurance in Florida. The house was sprayed all over on the walls, but the fancy Christmas wreath, which is still up in May, I guess, or April, whenever this happened, that was untouched. The grill was untouched. Um, anything covered not, that wouldn't be covered by a homeowner's insurance policy, generally, is the theory here that uh, was untouched. I would love to see the Google search history in the two weeks leading up to this incident. Uh, yes, It'd be a lot of um, insurance technical uh, insurance technicality searches. Um, so as Paul identified, essentially the only things only things covered by insurance were damaged, nothing else. They saw these social media posts. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, a poll operative messaged the Marion County Sheriff's Office noting these issues and um, and speculating that the GoFundMe is a scam. Now there is a GoFundMe page, or at least there was, as I mentioned, the Facebook page has, uh, has since been deleted. I wonder why. This but, is my favorite one. This is the best but, one yet. <laughs> but the GoFundMe page, uh, is now the campaign is complete and no longer active. They raised almost $8,000, but they closed their GoFundMe. I don't know if they actually got the money or not. I don't know. They probably did. Do you want to be the, the person that's looking into this, trying to say that this lady lied? Nobody wants to be that person. I mean, I do of course, but nobody else wants to. So, Obviously, if this is as fake as it looks and they made a false police report to the Marion County Sheriff's What about office, insurance fraud? That's the thing, too. Not only do I want them in trouble for false um, police report, but there's insurance fraud. There's also fraudulent fundraising like a, 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 on a charitable basis. Yeah. Because if this is, this is a hoax, they raised a lot of money off of this. I want the book thrown at these people if this is conclusively a hoax. Now, if we find footage of Hitler's ghost doing all of this the night before... Then I'll eat my words as I do, and I'll fake news me, myself. Guys. Yeah, it was blonde. Yeah, as always, I pull all the hijabs. But but this is another. This is a case where it's not just false report to police and consumption of police resources for ridiculous fake terms. It's attempted defrauding of several yeah. people, including good-natured people like your white guilt friend there. Where I know it's it's yeah, hard to listen that's to. Her own but fault. I mean, come maybe. on. <laughs> Every sign here, like how stupid do you have? To, how guilty? Do you have to feel about the transgressions of your ancestors? That you have to believe some dumbass story like this. Come on. And they mentioned the church, the people at the church were going to go down and paint her house and all that stuff. You're wasting your neighbor's time. It, 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 we have to hold people who defraud people to this extent accountable. Uh, and I'm not, I, I will be so disappointed if all I see is, well, she, 
she didn't really know what she was doing and she had goodness in her heart and actually she was raising awareness about a real issue so it's not that bad no, I don't they're gonna do what they crap. always do which is drop it never discuss it again even when it's found to be a hoax probably you're probably when do right. they ever issue a retraction i don't know why you still have hope in your heart we are so past that skag well, it's amazing to me that anybody would still buy these things on face value. You don't have to be as cynical as I am, or maybe you are, where I see this stuff. When someone sent this to me, a friend sent this to me earlier this week, and I thought, mm, I, I don't know. I should go back and look at my messages to him. I think I said something like, mm, yeah, like 90% chance it's it's fake. I didn't look at it till later. I thought, oh, great. Poll already did the work, and it's fake. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The soft A. That's it. told me everything I need to know. <laughs> I have never once in my life heard a white person say that for real. Real racists go hard R, man. No exceptions. No exceptions. True story. You want to talk about this bum who broke into Jerry Brown's house? You know I do. <laughs> I love this story. So after an incident on April 19th, a homeless man was arrested for trespassing at the governor's mansion in Sacramento. The man says he ran inside the mansion. Through an unlocked side door after being frightened outside, said the man, quote, about Jerry Brown. He's an open door policy kind of guy. <laughs> so I figured the door would be unlocked. We'll hear from him in a second. The man says he was scared by what he describes as a roar from a large wild cat. <laughs> he ran inside yelling, the, yelling at the governor. Governor, governor, you got to hide. There's a large wild cat outside and he hid in a closet. Said the man, I can't get away. He's describing the incident. He still thinks he's being pursued by this large wild cat. I can't get away. I'm in a broom closet. So the only thing to do is to dive through the window. So I dove through the window to get away. Police confirm a window was broken on the first floor of the home. The man is being charged with trespassing and felony vandalism and a probation violation. Here's a local news story on what happened in Sacramento. A homeless man who lives across the street from the governor's mansion in Midtown Sacramento says he walked into the mansion through a side door after becoming frightened outside. He's an open door policy guy, so I figured the door would be unlocked or else I wouldn't have ran over there if I thought the door would be locked. 51-year-old Stephen Seeley so says unlocked. he heard a large wild... It was in fact unlocked, yes. That's how he got in. Wild cat coming from a garbage can nearby. Hoping to get away, he says he ran into the mansion looking for Governor Jerry Brown's security team. He says once inside, he couldn't find anyone, and the growling continued. The incident happened April 19th when Brown's wife was inside. In a statement at KCRA 3 News, a CHP spokesperson says the first lady was on an upper floor of the residence when the incident occurred and had no contact with the subject. No force was used or required by officers. After cutting his arm during the escape, Seeley says a good Samaritan took him to the hospital. It wasn't until two days later that he was booked at the county jail. Hmm. I don't know. I, I can't help but think this is kind of awesome. <laughs> In what way? How so? I mean, his, his, he literally had an open door. It's like, or at oh, least yeah. it was, um, that's crazy to me. I mean, you're living in a, in a mansion. Um, I mean, do you think that there was really a, a large animal? It's possible, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. I think this guy probably has some issues, to be honest. I'm sure he does. I mean, but he's 
I will say he's coming off a lot less crazy than I was expecting when I first. Yeah, he presented himself well in the news story, as well as you could from having a huge cast on your arm or wrap from. Let me see if they diving through have a window. Wild cats in Sacramento. Maybe, maybe there are mountain lions or something. And he I said it was know. coming from a garbage can. Too, yeah, yeah. Which you know, well, uh, maybe a dumpster. They showed a dumpster in the story there. I, I don't know. I mean. It's possible. Crazier things have happened. <laughs> now, the one YouTube commenter on that story asks, why is there a fence around his property being Jerry's property? Why are his doors locked? Well, in this case, they're not locked. Why uh, or wasn't this homeless guy just an undocumented house guest, a migrant looking for a better life? Um, and I, I actually do agree. I think there's some fair criticism here, some interesting criticism. If Jerry Brown truly believes what he espouses about being a sanctuary state. Remember, California is a sanctuary state now, yeah. not city state. California state authorities, in addition to several cities, will not help federal authorities enforce federal immigration law at all. In fact, by law, they're barred from helping them. If Jerry Brown believes in all those sorts of principles, why is this man being charged and prosecuted? Why is he sitting in jail? Yeah. Why doesn't Jerry Brown pardon him? Why doesn't Jerry Brown let him go? The story has everything. It's just, I love it. <laughs> I would like to hear Jerry Brown explain to me, explain to me the difference between this guy entering your home because he was in a position of peril or perceived peril, seeking safety. Why is that a crime in your state? But if he had done the exact same thing, and you just substitute the state of California for your home. You substitute the United States border for your door. That is suddenly justifiable. Yeah. I mean, he'll suddenly have certain viewpoints on personal property being different than, uh, you know, state property, which I'm not sure. So somebody in the live chat said that he was addicted to meth, but also Sacramento does have mountain lions. So make your own judgments. It could, could go either way. <laughs> Maybe both, you know, <laughs> being on meth with a mountain lion there will probably cause you to yeah. dive through a window. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What? <laughs> you want to talk about this gender video and then we'll close out with super chat when we're done. Yeah, sure. We got tons of super chats. So, okay. Do you want, or do you think we should knock out a few first? No. Let's okay. just do them at the end. So, so you sent this to me earlier this week. Um, again, talking about how it's this is another case of degenerate adults or parents mm -hmm. teaching kids about gender. This is yeah. the same channel that we watched earlier. I don't know how long ago it was, where it was adults or parents teach kids about masturbation. That degeneracy. Oh, Remember right. that mom asked her son, "So, have you ever masturbated?" And the kids like. There are cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Why do you have to be my mom? I share half of your yeah. genetic material. This is very disappointing. This is the same degenerate channel where adults teach kids about degenerate things. But I thought your take on it was a little bit different than I expected. It wasn't pure rage. It was actually some optimism in the reaction was, of some of the children. Especially this little ginger girl. She just schools her fancy ass dad. And her parents are divorced. <laughs> and she's like, I would go live with mom. I, I just loved it. It was hilarious. I will say, I, I want to, before we, before we talk, we can talk about this after too, but um, it brings up an important question of when we bestow agency on children, when yeah. it's convenient, when it's convenient. Because when kids are like, oh, I want to be a boy, I'm a boy. Or the parents are like, no, 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 no. But they're like, I, I want to be a transgender. They're like, okay, we got to listen to the kids. Time for hormones. Get the <laughs> syringes. I know. Okay. It's madness. So here's a couple minutes from this um, cut video about parents teaching kids about gender. I need your name, uh, <laughs> your gender identity, and your preferred pronouns. What? 
I don't know what the last two are. Do you know what makes a boy a boy and what makes a girl a girl? I don't know. What are boy things? Mm, strong, fearless. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boom! So oh, bitch, you can be your seven year old arm wrestling. Can you find out if I'm yeah. a boy or a girl? And just to be clear, what you said. Um, maybe 50. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> so clearly, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Can you find out if I was a boy or a girl? Um, maybe 15 minutes after you were born. But, as I'm learning, that was just the sex you were born. That doesn't mean that's the gender you're going to I am not be. a boy. How do you know? And this, just, is not, this isn't a trick question. I just know. You just know. You shouldn't have to think about it twice. People were being mean, no one date them. Now you're there then. Oh, you cut People out the best call you your ass. Well, I, I cut that down a little bit. Was there more that... Um, he said, what would you say if I told you that you could be a boy? And she goes, I would go live with mommy. I must have missed that part. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Well, that good for her. Yeah. You can tell that she's not, she's not taking She's not any taking any of the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have to think about it twice. People were being mean. No one that's dated. a boy and a girl. Now you're they then. People should call you your actual gen. No, that's a boy and a they. And a girl and a they. Yeah. I mean, the one on the right's a boy that she was convincing to wear dresses when he was in preschool. She talks right. about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. God. All right. No one date him. Now you're they them. People should call you your actual gender. They them, she her, he him, or none. Would you make fun of Oscar if he turned into a girl? Oh, how oh. <laughs> I don't feel like we're getting the heartfelt conversation uh, nah, nah, that I was going nah, nah, for. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Myself. I identify as trans non-binary, so the surgery that I'm going to have, all of this is going to be gone. How do you feel about that? Oh. Still, I still have mixed feelings still about mixed that. Still mixed feelings. A little bit scary? A lot scary. Yeah. What's scary about it? That you're going to look different. Yeah. But I'll still be the same person that you know, yeah? Will you? Mm -hmm. I just won't have these bad boys. How many genders are there? Infinity? <laughs> what? This is confusing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah, mommy, stop being a stupid feminist bitch. <laughs> God, well, I, I don't know. Like, it's also sad because with repeated exposure to their retard parents, all these kids are going to be screwed up. I mean, I almost guarantee it. But you can tell just based on their natural... Uh, tendencies towards uh, traditional gender that they would be normal otherwise. It's like... Well, yeah, it's clear these kids have a natural, innate understanding of the general way of the world and they're being reprogrammed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that little black girl, I felt like extra bad for her because what her, her non-binary transgender mom was about to get her tits lopped off and she's with her tranny Asian girlfriend. Did you yeah. see the part of the video where she dances? Yeah, I did. Yeah, they said dance like a boy, and and she like the, starts twerking when she says dance yeah, like a girl. It's yeah, like, yeah. like, what are the, you exposing your kids yeah. to? Like, are you not going to be happy until your daughter's like a giant whore and then decides that she's a man and then goes on hormone therapy and then like like what 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 what's going on? Yeah, and to the point on trans non-binary, I need somebody to explain this to me because if you're non-binary, how are you trans? What are you transitioning to and from? Yeah, 
And doesn't trans imply, if not binary, at least categories, right? Like, yeah. So how? And along that same thread, if there are infinite genders, then being transgender is not a thing. How so? Explain. I mean, you can't be transitioning between two genders if there are infinite genders. Oh, right. You're like transitioning to your own unique gender at that point or something. Like if if there are infinite, presumably everybody like has their own unique one and there are no categories whatsoever. Mark my words, there will be a reckoning for people that are raising their children like this. There will be. It's going to, these, these kids are going to grow up to rebel against their parents in the same way kids always do. It's, it's like that one you see, screw you, mom and dad, I'm going to get married and start a business. That's what these kids, (laughs) that's what these kids are going to say. And maybe there will be a silver lining in that. Maybe it will actually, maybe these kids will have an epiphany or an awakening Maybe those two little boys will marry sweet Christian virgin girls and have giant white families and their mom will freak the fuck out and then she'll die. So awesome. (laughs) This is terrible. This those is little boys, Those little boys were just uh, funny, like cute little cute boys, little boys too. And they, you can't and they just get accept it. them as they are, as the yeah. funny little, you know, clowns that they yeah. are. Would you make fun of him? Boys. Yeah. Would you make fun of him if he became a girl? And it's like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah would. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. But she's like, oh, my sons with their toxic masculinity. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Is she a single mom? Do you know? I have no idea. I didn't see a dad, though. And I also don't know if they're brothers. I sort of presumed that they're brothers, yeah. but I don't know if that's true. But I, I guess it is because they always say parents explain. I think that's the one the one thing that these people try to the people at cut try to say to justify this is in the in case of the masturbation video. Well, it's the parents explaining to the kids. The parents are choosing. You're still putting your kids on mass display talking about right. sexual issues. That's to, the moral issue to accrue your own virtue signaling points. That's the yes. only purpose that they're doing this because will, they want to show the world that they're non-binary and they don't yeah. care about gender and they're such good leftists. Yeah. Look, even though I disagree fundamentally with the philosophies being taught here, your kid, you raise your kid how you want, because I want to be free to raise my child how I want. I have to stick to that principle. But the second that you put it on display for the world to watch, for the, for your child to be this entertainment spectacle of degeneracy, I got major problems with you. Yeah, but I mean, we allow kid, parents to raise their kids as they see fit. But at what point is it going to be so detrimental to their own lives that we consider it child abuse i mean well, these people these kids are clearly confused about concepts that they found relatively um basic and, and yeah. came to them naturally and i was shocked by the split in the reaction to this video it is a basically a 50 50 split yeah. of people saying the same stuff you and i are and people saying um you know the the other side of it which is that one that the things that they're saying are true but two like we should all leave them alone to decide how they raise their kids themselves again i would generally agree with that second premise mostly yeah but except in but, canada they'll, they'll take your kids away if you don't accept that they're different well, i mean I, i'm i i try to avoid moralizing as much as I, as I can but i will say if you're the type of adult who likes to watch children having masturbation or sexuality explained to them you're a fucked up degenerate adult that's all i can say can we stop saddling kids with these concepts that are way outside of their realm of understanding? Like these kids knew what was up until their idiot leftist parents confused them. And then that ginger yeah. girl has to look at her dad and be like, is my dad gay? <laughs> like he, he apparently was married to a woman that he's divorced from, but he's so crazy effeminate. Presumably she was naturally conceived, but who knows? Who knows in this world? <laughs> who knows? All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's round it out with the super chat and then we'll call it good. Cause that Coors has run through me and I got to pee.
Okay. Well, we got a million super chats, so go for it. Um, I know a fat guy says, "Do you guys <laughs> sign Kakistani flags?" I've been collecting and have uh, collecting have a Sargon. Would either of you be willing to sign? Yeah, sure. This I travel a, a lot, this is so a... I'll likely be in either of your areas this year. I oh, I do require sure. a no murder guarantee. Um, <laughs> Meet at a public place. Um, yeah, I was gonna say uh, that's probably a dangerous precedent, but I was gonna say if even if you wanted to do it by mail, I'd probably arrange something like that. But send me yes. an email privately, and we can coordinate. And I question whether or not I should tell people this, but I will be going to Jordan Peterson on May 10th. So I've had some people email me that want to do a little meetup. And uh, so if you want to meet in Seattle and it's in Seattle. Yeah. So yeah. shoot me an email also will require a no murder guarantee. Um, also, if you want to, yeah, if you want to kill blondes. Then... <laughs> yeah. I joked dogs, last but... time when you went to Milo in Seattle and that's where the guy got shot. <laughs> I know, I and then know. I, and then I went on the air. Uh, when was it? Like you, I think you were a- out for a call in show or a, a Sunday around the same time. And I said that you died jokingly, but it wasn't that funny. Cause somebody actually did get shot. <laughs> yeah. They didn't die though. Um, yeah. John Martin, we love the show. My wife is a doctor and insisted we sell some of our birch gold to send you guys some money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back between the ball and branch sheets on our custom mattress. Well done. You've got the this whole lifestyle. Um, coincidentally, My wife ben, Shapiro, ben Shapiro happens to use all of those same products. Oh, funny that. He just happens to use them. <laughs> now, I, I'm again, I'm not going to hate on it, rip on anyone. who. We're reading Super Chats because that's how we fund our show. Oh, you know? stop like, being a pussy, dude. Um, I, I, I'm his, a his ads are funny. Yeah. What, what were you going to say? Go I'm a faggot. I can't believe I've got to read this, but he does say it's pronounced fago. So maybe I should right. start saying, I'm starting my own podcast soon. And my anarcho communist friend has agreed to a debate. I'll email Sweet. you guys at the link. Yeah, well, let's sure. Um, Patrick says white helmets have nothing to do with Yemen. The Pentagon is fighting a war to placate the Saudis. YouTube, Scott Horton, Yemen. Yeah. I never said that. I said that that was in Syria. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Patrick. Um, thank you for the donation. And I don't even, I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. I, I have um, no knowledge of well, all this. He was this. talking about neocons and their thirst for war. And so I started talking about Syria, which ah. is a natural transition from Yemen. Um, gotcha. But I think he thinks that I thought that the White Helmets were a Yemen group. By the way, I know how to say epitome. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I forgot. We were going to mention that, that last at the week. top of the show, but we I have forgot. this long standing joke because Skag insisted it was pronounced epitome on the first Skag show or on the first um, stick show. Yeah. And so when I was reading a super chat last week, I said epitome. And there were comments like tons of comments like uh, blonde. I don't want to be a rude, <laughs> but you totally mispronounced epitome. <laughs> so I got my revenge. I know. I know. Yes. Um, the patriarchy strikes again. Josh Hahn of Josh and Jess says, on whether or not you can be friends with people you think are dumb, I had just uh, two must-have for my wife, Christian, and smart as hell. For my friends, they can just be re-res? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that means. I assume I'm that sorry. that means you have lower standards for your friends than your woman, and that's Yeah, yeah. That's, well, I think that should be the case. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? There would be nobody around if I had friends that I had as high of standards as um as my fiance. Three sided coin, blonde, my best friend. We would die for each other. Best friend is very conservative person about the level of you. Holy smokes, we disagree all the time, but friendships are what you make of them. I don't know. Maybe I need to be more open minded, but. The leftists around me don't really seem interested in maintaining a relationship with me unless I am also a leftist, but it might just be because I live. It's agree or be immoral. That's the challenge. If you disagree with me, it must be because of a moral failing. That's the challenge. But I I fall into that trap too. That's true. I think that's fair. Um, Or that I'll just be like, oh, you're, you're just stupid. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Hey, you know what sounder? I I saved this sounder because I love it. 
I want to play. I can't believe that someone will have so much like hate, hate in their heart. heart. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that all the time it's for so you. So unconvincing. I can't believe that someone would have like so much hate in their heart. Uh, Redicus. <laughs> so Secret Service aren't good guys with guns. Dishonest little cunts. Yeah. Uh, Scott Allen, when Bill Clinton visited us in uh, Tuzla, officers had to turn in their sidearm ammo. Tulsa? Is it just misspelled? Uh, maybe, yeah. Probably Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, the troops had to turn in their ammo mags and the bolts of their rifles in a war zone. Oh, uh, so maybe I, this is this is overseas. Then yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah. not It's not Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma. We've got tons of these. We're just going to have to circle. Go for it. Um, let me skip that one. Okay, Rodzilla 5332, Las Vegas. We still don't know how many shooting victims there were versus how many injured and stampede wounded by bullets versus sprain angles from running um, versus how many how many times a girl was shot in Florida. I, I thought we did know. I thought it was 58 that were killed. Killed. Um, I don't know about the, the coroner has ruled all the deaths gunshots. That has come out. Okay, so we there know that There might be sure. injuries that are ambiguous. Maybe that's what she's getting at. Was anybody killed in a stampede? I no, was not aware. All 58 deaths were gunshot, according to the coroner. Okay, so there must have just yeah. been injuries. Yeah. Um, John says the Secret Service set the rules, not Trump or Pence. Also, you can't carry on private property if the owner says no. Kudos, Matt, for following the rules. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Matt is a relentless rule follower. Um, Tuzel's in Bosnia, too. Uh, Redica says, I've never wished for the asteroid of peace more. The cuck in the center <laughs> sounded like a Neanderthal. Also, I'm surprised restaurant isn't raised to the ground in Texas. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see why people were pissed. Speaking about the Young Turks guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel Jane, I'll have to watch tomorrow, but wanted to stop in and send you guys a little something because I love your show. I was also well, excited to get in. my mug last week. I'll have to send you oh, a cool. clip. Please do. We always yeah, have them on the show. For sure. Um, have a good night. Uh, Redica says, Matt, do you honestly think the blue haired crew has money to spend? Weight welfare is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the restaurant Ellen's. Oh, yeah. I just think like if look, you already pissed off at least half, if not more than half of your clientele, yep. just double down and stick with the clientele that you do have. Even if it's only one blue haired lady instead of a hundred pro gun people. This next one is so good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Mr. DJ Fly, I get that rim shot. Uh, get that I got rim. it. It'll be properly timed and everything. What do you get when you mix Jackie Chan's daughter with her lesbian girlfriend? A rice cracker. Oh, <laughs> good one. That's good. Hassan Chop said Hillary's a capitalist like Al Capone was a capitalist. Thank you hmm. for that. Um, Charlene, who else missed the old blade talking about swords, magic games and shit that doesn't fucking exist. It was so goofy, but he made it sound good. Um, I was listening to his plastic boy verse and really made, I don't understand this. I don't know the, the person, unfortunately, Who, who's what's the, name? the old blade talk the about blade as in maybe the, I'm thinking YouTube, like gaming YouTubers, like only use me blade. Someone let me know in the live chat. I'm sure. sorry. I'm sorry, lady or dude. I, I don't know. You might know. be talking about gaming YouTube, but I don't know. Um, let me reload this really quick. Do, 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 do. Oh, man, we have so many more of these. Oh, actually, we're okay. Uh, Jay Parker, no note. Thank you. Freshenator 2, glug, glug, liberal tears are great. <laughs> yeah, you get your the finest tumbler and the finest drinking vessel in all of drinking vessels, the leftist tears tumbler. Oh, Sign up. Only $100 a year to the dailywire.com. Adolf Hogg says, Blonde, <laughs> did you say pull all the hood jobs or he jobs? What, 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 hood jobs? Hood jobs. You know, hood jobs. Hood like her, jobs. Like her jobs? 
No, like like this black chick with the hoax hate, like a hood uh, job. This joke is too racist for me. Keep going. <laughs> How is that more racist than rice crackers? I can't believe that someone <laughs> will have so much like hate in their heart. I can't believe like it. hate in their heart. <laughs> uh, Blake Mattel, I doubt Hitler's ghost would use N-I-D-G-A. Yeah, really that's true. Enjoying the show. Yeah, that's right. true. Thanks, man. Uh, John Harmon, this gender shit, Harmon, uh, this gender shit is so annoying. They use marginal cases to argue that norms are arbitrary. By their logic, calling humans bipedal is wrong because some people don't have legs. That's true. That, <laughs> that, there's truth to that. As funny as that is. <laughs> that's good. And that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, Stephen and Alexander. Probably, to be oh, honest, it's probably about mathematically similar. I wonder yeah, what the ratio yeah. of people with like leg abnormalities to I mean, they say transgenderism is 0.3%, but I'm not totally convinced because you have to eliminate those that are a product of some kind of societal influence. Yeah. Um, and I, I would only include like legitimate hermaphrodites. Sure. And that's got to be way fewer than 0.3%. I mean, I'm very skeptical of that number. Um, Stephen Alexander, welcome to Trans Story to Infinity and beyond to infinite and beyond My ah, apologies. oh yeah okay gotcha um seagram's <laughs> gin shapiro is the epitome of the yarmulk wearing <laughs> jew and i know how to say both of those words okay we, we, yes we, we're gonna have to Epitome qualify those jokes yamaka. every time i know it's, i know yeah. i was so mad i was like angry responding to people <laughs> in the comments like i know how to say and i can't i can't blame them fully because they don't get the joke but the whole thing yeah. is super funny i'm just glad that it worked out that way i know so now i have to share in your humiliation let me reload this and make yeah sure that, that was all but i think it was which is good because my feet are asleep yeah it's uh, pizza yeah, we're all good. All right. Yep. Well, thank you, everybody, for uh, hanging out and super chatters for helping keep the show up and running. Always appreciate you guys. The rest of the people chatting live and um, keeping us on track with the facts. Even when we lose track of them. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube later, hopefully it is processed correctly. I'm going to try to see to it that it does. That's my job once we're done here. Um, or if you're listening on an audio platform later, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, there is more material, including the call-in show, other interviews and streams we've done, stuff you won't necessarily find on YouTube. You can find those on the audio platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. And you can always email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, you sleepy eye son of a bitch. It's <laughs> not meet the press it is beauty and the beta we'll catch you then have a great night appreciate it